Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode, episode 33 uh, of Rapid Reviews Radio. Uh, I'm your co-host, Kylie Wild, and I'm joined by Pete Beckett. Hello. Um, and I <laughs> was about to say, we are now as old as Jesus. So <laughs> really? Yeah. I didn't know that's, how old he was when he died. Yeah, that's my uh, my background coming out. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we're still, I'm in, in I, so, or Northern Ireland, so I'm still in lockdown. Yeah. Uh, Pete, you've been a little bit eased. Uh, we have a little my bit. My understanding. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. The fact that we can meet up to six people from uh, another household, but still observing social distancing, of course. But right, right. That's not going to happen, is it? No. So no. I'm trying to stay I away from it as much nature. as I can, to be honest. I just yeah. The uh, the political sphere is something I want to very much stay away from at present because it is it's all over the place, not only here but also in America yeah. and everywhere in the world. And to be honest with you, I just need to shut myself down from it. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and we're hoping to bring you, our wonderful listeners, a kind of just a kind of chill episode. <laughs> kind of, because we've decided. Kind of. Yeah, well, we've got no topic this week. I'll put it out there. But right, exactly. Yeah. We've got a lot of news stories to cover because this week was obviously very heavy on news for some strange reason. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we, we we we've had weeks where we've literally barely yeah. like had a news story that we could scrape together with like yeah. with like a, the the weakest butter knife of all time. Exactly. <laughs> but, but this week, like we're literally getting it shoveled onto our pavement. Yep, that's a good description. Um, and, and we uh, so yeah, I kind of decided to just have a news discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, well. I made the decision when I put the document yes. together, and you just went, Mostly, yeah. "Okay, then." <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm like, uh, what's his name on uh, uh, Anchorman? I just read whatever's in the front of my face. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh what is the guy? Is it? Oh. It's Will Ferrell, but I can't remember his freaking character's Ron name. Ron Burgundy. That's it, Ron Burgundy. I'm Ron Burgundy. I'm, I'm Ron. Ron Bur- no, I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I put a question mark on the teleprompter. <laughs> you know he reads everything on there. Yeah, so that's me. Pete sends me a document and I read what's in front of my face. <laughs> yeah. You're like that dog that's like in the meme, aren't you? Where there's a fire all around him. It's like, this is fine. fine. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, anyway. exactly. But, oh. yeah. Uh, might as well, I guess, start into the news since we've got so much to cover. Yeah, and I was going to put my best Keemstar impression on there, but I don't want to acknowledge oh. that absolute a hole. So yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. So yeah, uh, I I've been delving a bit too much into the Keemstar H three H three problem this week. Yeah. So get down those uh, rabbit holes. And, oh yeah. It, it was glorious to see, though. It was quite funny, because both are terrible. <laughs> yeah, that's what always makes it good, is when both uh, parties are terrible. <laughs> yeah, it, it's been quite funny, but, jeez, yeah. it's been heated, to say the least. Oh, God, everything's like, heated, yeah. Yeah, everything's on some sort of discourse where everyone's just angry about everything. So yeah. uh, I'm going to start with some nice, light, fluffy news stories to start. Woo-hoo. So we'll start with the... Um, the inevitable, shall we? Mm-hmm. The movie director Jeff Fowler has recently posted on Twitter 
that Sonic the Hedgehog 2, the movie, is currently in early pre-production. <sighs> yep, not not a surprise in any way, shape, or form. Uh... Yep, nope, but I have one issue with it. Sure. He posted a damned spoiler from the post credit sequence, didn't he? Oh no! See, I haven't seen it yet. Exactly, so if you, if you haven't seen it yet... Then his post stating this will have an image of a particular character that was shown in oh, the post-credit no. sequence that would give that whole thing away. Oh man! Damn you, Fowler! <laughs> you do great things, but you just um, ruined it right there just by doing that. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Shall I give so it away? Because uh, everyone well, else let's, has. Let's let's you know warn you know skip ahead a couple minutes. Uh, uh, I would say skip ahead uh, a minute. Because it was just going okay. to be a brief thing of saying who uh, who that yeah. particular character was. So Skip I'll, now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll give you five seconds and then I'm going to say it. So yeah. five, four, three, two, one. All right, you're not here. It was Tails. Ah, not a surprise. Exactly. But He's he posted the, Tails. Yeah, but he posted the image of how he looked in the bloody film oh. as well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. Okay, so so you can come back now. I'll timestamp yeah. that one in the uh, in in the yeah. show notes like I did last week for the ferociously Steph story. Sorry yeah. about how long that went again. Yeah, we've uh, we're we're restructuring some things so that that might not happen quite that same way. Um, yeah, we're going to try and focus more on topics if that ever happens again. Yeah, uh, you even said it in the show. We... Hmm? You even said it as well as this should have been a topic. Yeah. Yeah, we're we, we've got some. Uh, God, I was gonna say a really bad turn of phrase. Um, I was gonna say some uh, bullets in the cannon. Oh I'm not say wow! That. Gosh, yeah, just like wow, we've got some stories in the future uh, that are gonna be good. They're yeah, gonna we, be good. We've got some that could be considered a powder keg. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some some. Yeah, we're going to have some fun. Put it uh, that way. They're going to be good. I'm yeah. looking forward to that. Join us for this this ride in the next few episodes, next few months of yeah, episodes okay. because it's going to be fun. It's yeah. going to be fun. So we'll move back to the news story. There's not really much else to say about it, is there? Yeah, I mean, it was going to happen uh, yeah. whether the movie did well or not. Uh, but you know what I do wonder? Let me say this. Yeah. Uh, it's in early production. I wonder if they're going to release it only for theaters or because there's been so much success with uh you know streaming movies uh, mm. brand new movies at home i wonder if they'll dual release it um, as and in theaters they may do but i think it would depend on the climate and the current landscape in which uh once we come out of lockdown how that actually changes the vast majority of industries to be honest yeah because We're, i think uh, digital distribution is definitely coming up in a massive way i was gonna say yeah they still haven't sorted their pricing structure out and that's the biggest kicker for me is that i yeah. can still go to the cinema for less than five quid um, yeah, yeah and yet i would have to pay 25 pounds 20 to 25 pounds to get this on first day digital streaming and i don't even get to own it right yes yeah mm. oh that's a good topic too <laughs> i will note that down in our document yeah. then just digital distribution the future of um yeah. see we're very organic here you get it the audience gets it as it happens <laughs> yeah there we go so, uh, uh, okay yes. so that's that's enough of that one yeah you reckon yeah 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, no surprises there. It was going to happen. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm. Now, I'm going to apologize about this news story. Mm-hmm. I put this news story in for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't imagine. Can't imagine what we're about to talk about. I have no idea. But sure, go ahead. <laughs> to any uh, tentative uh, listeners out there who knows exactly what we're talking about, good mm-hmm. on you. You can note that bingo card again. <laughs> um, yes, call back to the old bingo card that hasn't been used for a while. I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So... Capcom reveals Street Fighter V's new and final season for the game via a blog post on Capcom Unity. However, causes the whole blog to crash. That's crazy. <laughs> that, 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 like, I know, obviously, I know that Street Fighter has its fans. <laughs> Can't imagine how I know that. Um, hmm, but, I wonder why. Yeah, the idea that it, you know, almost was, I guess you could say it was a DDoS. Attack, but not really. I know. Just all the fans jumping on would yeah. crash it. That's wild. The thing is, I couldn't even get on it because it had already been crashed. Oh my goodness. That was two minutes after the post had gone up. That is wild. Yeah. Wow. I think that just shows everything about Capcom, does it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they put something good out and then they crash it and ruin it. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Oh, God. That should be their tagline. <laughs> uh, we like doing good things, but we can't help but screw up. Yes. <laughs> yes. Anyway, I'll go into uh, a few of the finer details yeah. of what they actually stated on there. So this season is tentatively called Season V. <laughs> No, it's, it makes sense because they were actually supposed to have Is a season it? this year, but uh, obviously because of the coronavirus, hasn't actually happened. Ah, so okay. they've extended the life of the game because they originally said they wanted to stop support on 2020. Um, this is now going to go on to longer than 2020, like their original plan. Because oh, they, right. they, they, when they released the game, they said they wanted at least five seasons out of this, and they've delivered. Yeah, basically, which is fine, but obviously all that money. All that money that people yeah. spent on it. And there's going to be more. Because, annoyingly, I spent a fair amount of money on getting the game originally and the first season of content. And then Championship edi- Champion Edition. Oh, gosh. Now to have to spend more money on five more characters and three more stages. Ugh, that you, just sounds Capcom. like a money grab. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not yeah. happy. Like, but, uh, uh-huh. Go on, go on. I, I was just going to say, but at the same time... If Halo Infinite comes out and it's good and it's redeems itself in my eyes. Yeah. And then they had like in the multiplayer additional characters that you could purchase. You know, let's say it's a character that I particularly love or whatever. I I would spend the money. I know I would. I'd I'd love to sit here and go, I'd never fall for that marketing ploy. But mm, yeah. So... (laughs) So basically what you're saying is if they decided to sell um, sell DLC characters from Halo, um, Halo the ex- non-existent game in your eyes, oh. then you would back out immediately. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't have any desire to buy those. Okay, what was it? <laughs> was it Locke? Who was the guy in uh, that? No, that was oh. Halo Reach, I okay. believe. Yeah. Who, was, who was it in 5 that's chasing after Chief? Um, oh God. It's played I, by I, Nathan Fillion. I'm sure of I it. I have 
X'd that out. Yeah, Nathan Fillion was an ODST as well. Okay. Um, I have X'd that entire episode. That's what I'm going to call it, episode out. Okay. Uh, that I can't even tell you. Because, like, I, I I keep bringing up a, a picture in my mind of Cortana from that one. Yeah. That doesn't exist. And it fills me with a visceral anger. <laughs> okay. I really hate that game. Mm. Oh my gosh, I did not realize how much I hate it. Oh, I think you've said to a lot of our, our listeners how much you absolutely <laughs> hate that game to the point where I now don't even call it Halo 5 Guardians. Nope. I just call it Halo, oh, the game that doesn't exist. Yes. Ah. Oh, please redeem yourself, Master Chief. <laughs> yeah, I think he needs to. But if it's if it's going by some of the original um, news that I'd heard about Infinite, I don't know if it's going to be the way that you like it going. I, I know, but I will say this, uh, and of course we will talk more about it as as the release date nears. Well, but, when we uh, actually see something of it, I saw the uh, the like I was going to say teaser trailer, but it's not a teaser because it's like a full five minutes. Um, and oh my gosh, it's oh, it made me, it filled me with a little bit of hope, but I hope that's not uh, yeah. unfounded hope. <laughs> yeah, but that's the problem though, right? And this is the exact same problem that I had with the um, the Series X air quote gameplay stuff that they showed uh-huh. off, where this is all pre-rendered, so they can make it look yeah. however the heck they want, and it's exactly. not indicative of the actual game itself. No, but to be fair, only with regards to Halo for me. Um, I wouldn't care if it came out on original Halo 1 graphics for me. Oh, God, yeah. we'll talk about this way later when we get to listener questions. Uh, yeah. It's it's the, the narrative arc. I yeah, guess. of course. Yeah, yeah. But that entire, I'm going to call it a trailer for lack of a better word, is, uh, it is a trailer. clearly rendered. Yeah, it's clearly rendered. Yeah. Um, but yeah, how do we get on that again? Oh, uh, DLC. Talk, yeah, talking about <laughs> DLC practices and uh, live updates and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Because a Street Fighter 5's live service model. So, um, what do you have any, like, do you have any suspicions of what characters and Um, There's some mainstays that are famous in the Street Fighter canon that mm-hmm. actually haven't been anywhere near this game which is really unusual all right um i mean it took them four seasons to put e honda in the game who is like one of the og characters yeah like even i know who that is (laughs) like they've now famously finally got the original eight world warriors in the game as well as the four boss characters from uh new challengers um right so but they are now notoriously only missing two of the original um, Street Fighter... Well, the uh, the original Street Fighter 2 roster, if you mm. want to call it that, because over over its all of its iterations. <laughs> yeah. And that is um, Jamaican DJ, the, 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 the walking stereotype. Right. And um, T-Hawk, the walking stereotype. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, they all are. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah, they they are kind of all walking stereotypes, but those yeah. were probably the most egregious ones in that entire <laughs> roster. Oh wow! So yeah, those two are missing. But then you've also got some pretty notable uh, Street Fighter Three characters missing who are very very popular. 
um, including the twins, such as Yun and Yang. Oh, yes, right. Um, You're also, you know, also missing Elena. Mm -hmm. But geez, the the backlash they had for Elena being in Street Fighter 4, woo boy. Well, she had a move in there that was called Healing. It was one of her supers from... um, Oh, critical arts, sorry, from Street Fighter 3 that basically right. gave her some life back. And the way that the Ultra Meter worked in Street Fighter 4 is it was based on damage. So uh-huh. she could literally yeah. take the damage, heal herself, get more damage, and keep doing it constantly. Oh, So it yeah. broke the game to the yeah. point where Ultra Street Fighter 4 tournaments were literally the top eights were mostly Elena. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. So yeah, I think if they're yeah. going to bring it back, they're going to bring her back. They'll they'll revise her quite heavily. Would have to absolutely. Um, yeah, but there, uh, I there are a couple of other characters that people were talking about, but there is a conspiracy as well. Oh, uh-huh. I do love a good conspiracy, as you know. Absolutely. So the couple of characters that people were talking about, uh, one of them mm-hmm. being Makoto. Right. The uh, the Rendokan karate uh, female. Uh, right, yeah. Um, also, uh, who was the other? The other one was Oro, who um, in the later years of, Ryu, of Ryu's um, training actually helped train him for a while. All oh, right. And okay. he has one arm. Oh wow! Yeah, he fights with one arm behind his back. That's awesome. It's kind of cool, <laughs> but the conspiracy. Now, in Street Fighter 3, there is a character called Q. Right. Uh, he is very mysterious. He wears a mask and nobody knows his origin. Right. However, the conspiracy is that apparently he can be seen on the Street Fighter 2 Ken stage. Oh, wow. Yeah. The con- oh, that's cool. A, there is a further conspiracy that apparently G in Street Fighter 5 mm-hmm. is, is Q. It's Q. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So what they're saying... I'm one totally person, digging that. <laughs> yeah, one person by the name of Vesper Arcade, he's a very mm-hmm. notable Street Fighter content creator, um, yeah. surmised that if they were to include the Ken stage, but not include <laughs> Q in the background, then it pretty much gives credence to the fact that G is Q. Right, right. So, oh, that's cool. I like... Now, that's a kind of yeah. conspiracy theory I like to yeah. get on board with. <laughs> uh, I also didn't mention three characters from Street Fighter Four that have been mm-hmm. featured in the... St- um, uh, the s- character stories, the the really weird non-animated ones that are all moving pictures, and they're stupid, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, but those characters are featured in those uh, story modes, uh, included in Kami's... Um, I mm-hmm. can't remember who else is. I think one of them was Giles, and uh, the other one, I believe, was Juries. Was mm-hmm. Crimson Viper, or Sea Viper for short. Bye. Abel, or Abel, the uh, the French karate um, grappler. Yeah. And Ducapre, one of the dolls. Oh. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, see, that makes sense. That's That's a logical conclusion right there. Yeah. I, I, I get that. I can see that. But if I was to put my hat in there, I really want Makoto back. She was my main right. in Street Fighter 3 and in Street Fighter 4. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, see, that that's a logical... For me, that's it's a logical next step. Yeah. It's got to be. So it's five new characters. Yeah, and three new stages. Yeah. It's just three new stages, but... Um, 
How, do you think that's going to be at, like actually new stages? Yeah, or? It's, it's what they're calling new stages. It might be stages that they're bringing back from a previous game, like Flamenco Tavern right. from um, Street Fighter Two, yeah. which was uh, uh, Vega or M Bison's or Claws, if you want, mm-hmm. depending on what part of the world you're in. Um, right. Uh, that was his stage. They've also brought back English Manor from um, uh, which was Cami's stage. Right, uh, yeah. They've brought back Suzaku Castle, which was Ryu's stage from Street Fighter 2. Oh, um, wow, yeah. So, yeah, they've got... A, and they also brought Bal- Balrog or um, M. Bison's or Boxer's stage from uh, Street Fighter 2 as well, which was the uh, oh. High Roller Casino from Las Vegas. Ah, right, okay. So, yeah, they've added all these stages in that are like classic stages, but they call them new stages or retro mm-hmm. stages, but they're still technically new to Street Fighter 5. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what they could mean by it, but it could also include um, certain variants of certain stages that are already there, like um, they have, uh, there's a stage called City in Chaos, which is a New York stage, Mm -hmm. um, where Alex is on, but they also included a Christmas theme for it, which was... um, uh, I can't remember the name. Um, can't remember the name of the stage, but it's also got the best music in the game on it. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, they have these different variants of the stages, so it could include that. And this uh, one of the, one of the things that one person wanted to talk about, which was Vesper Arcade again, he mm-hmm. said that on the City in Chaos stage there is actually an entrance to a subway on the far right. end, of it, and they have stage transitions on certain stages. Oh right, yes, that's yeah. They've they've had that for now, for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Now there is a very very famous Street Fighter Three stage that is based in a subway. Oh. With the most iconic yes. of music playing, which was Jazzy nineteen ninety seven, which was Ken and Alex's stage from Street mm-hmm. Fighter Three. Yeah, even I recognize that. Oh that's true. yes, I really want that stage in. Yeah. That'd be awesome. That would be good. Yeah. But I think we spoke Street Fighter enough. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had to get some theories out there because I needed to. But, yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, yeah, with the exception to Makoto, like, I don't really want anyone else particularly because mm-hmm. like, Cody's there. I'm happy with that. Um, yeah. Who else? I mean, they added um, Lucia from Final Fight as well, so mm-hmm. they've got the Final Fight contingent in there. I'm pretty happy with that. So long as they don't add any more Final Fight characters, I'm quite happy. Because <laughs> it's right. now basically becoming Final Fight, the, the game. Uh, the yeah. The game, pretty much, which is fine. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I think there's some old, some, some old characters that do deserve a shot, and to be honest with you, because he was my main in Street Fighter 2. I'd like to see DJ back, but I don't know how they're going to how they're going to make him um acceptable. <laughs> I wouldn't even say acceptable, but I would say uh different. Right. Because what they've wanted to do if they've included a character into this game, they've wanted to make sure that they were different from other characters in the game. Mm-hmm. So, uh two characters that were notoriously similar in previous Street Fighter games, um Charlie Nash and Guile are now mm-hmm. very uniquely different. Right. So they don't play exactly the same as they used to. So Guile being the projectile-heavy character and uh, Nash actually being a uh, very offensive character with a sonic boom. Right. <laughs> which is weird. Anyway. Yeah. So uh, I think if they were to do enough to make him very different, because half the problem was he was quite like Guile in Street Fighter 2, just... 
His right. But funnily enough, his 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 fireball was actually quicker than Guile's. Oh wow! I know. So I don't know how they're going to make him that much how you know much different at all from what he mm-hmm. played like in Street Fighter Two and Street Fighter Four respectively. Right. But T Hawk, nah, he can go. Right, if he never comes back into another Street Fighter game, I've forgotten one other. I can't believe oh. I have forgotten a character that was this part of the Street Fighter Two roster that's not even there. Fei Long, yeah, why isn't Fei Long oh, in the game? Right. Oh, I mean, he was featured. Yeah, as a as an Easter egg in the very first stage, in the very first video of the game when oh. they revealed it, and the fact that he has a movie poster on the bus. Yeah. So. Uh, I would say that that's a high chance. Oh, of... I think everyone's on the understanding that Fei Long is going to get in. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. I think so. Yeah. And of course, for you listeners out there, we will talk more in depth about that as as it gets closer. Um, oh, well, I'm sure I'll bring it up a few times. I was going to say, I know we've got fans out there, but we've definitely got a fan here behind the microphones. So. Yeah. So therefore, I set the narrative yeah. about what we talk exactly. about, which is Street Fighter. Woo-hoo! Exactly. <laughs> nah, I won't. I won't. Uh, I won't bring Street Fighter into this too much because I know it's not everyone's bag. Yeah, but um, but you know, it is. It is a very important series. I would say it's no. definitely uh, a mean, big part of my childhood. For sure. I mean, it, it forged a career for Yoko Shimomura, one of the greatest video game mm-hmm. soundtrack artists of all time. Yeah. So yes. Exactly. So, I mean, it's Capcom. And it's, and it's uh, Crapcom, yeah. <laughs> or or but, Cash Cops. Yeah, oh yeah. gosh. Yeah. <laughs> but we will, we will move to the next one. Oh, what do we tackle next? Because there's some oh. good ones. Uh, I, I'm going to say that some of these are pretty controversial. <laughs> I know. So, Alright, I'm going to move into the next two stories, which are to do with the same game. Yes. The first part is the controversial one, and the second part is kind of gacky. So let's move. The Last of Us Part 2 isn't being localised in Saudi Arabia and other Middle Eastern countries, and has been removed from the PlayStation Network's pre-order page. Yeah. Gee, I Um, wonder why. I I was going to say, for me, that's not a surprise, and it was strange to see uh, the reaction of this, uh, a lot of people this um, was ludicrous the reaction this was crazy yeah. it's kind of strange i don't know if people are unaware i know that i was unaware a lot growing up but different countries have different standards for their video game uh releases um Just, in fact a very classic example is wolfenstein 3d in germany um, oh, it had to be Oh yeah, uh, heavily I, censored. I was actually also going to mention how bad Australia are for just everything. And that was my next one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They also either don't sell the game, uh, or you know, particular game, or yeah. they heavily edit it and they'll take out full cut scenes and yeah. everything. Not, uh, not even just that as well. But the, the, even mm-hmm. if they do heavily edit some things, it could also be given the AO. Uh, the AI mm-hmm. rating, which is the adults only, meaning it essentially yeah. is is not even allowed to be seen on shelves. It has to be sold under the counter, basically. Yeah, and some of those are weird. Like you're like, really? This game? <laughs> Red, like, Red Dead, uh, yeah. GTA, uh, Manhunt. Yeah. Understandably, I think well, that one was probably yeah. one of the more understandable ones. <laughs> I think um, that's the one that caught my eye. Grow, like growing up like that's the one that went oh Australia censors games yeah. yeah didn't didn't they also do it with Gears of War 
They did. Um, uh, they definitely did Gears of War, and then oh God, it's just some other some other really uh, AAA titles that you would never think. You would just be like, what? Yeah. Um, well, because they have a very if- hard stance against like massive violence, don't they? Yes. Yeah. And- any kind of like you have like blood in games violence in games all of that and of course guns and and stuff they're heavily censored there um and then um of course you've got you know china doesn't let basically any japanese games in from what i understand that's Uh, changing a little bit now with the fact that 10 cents are 10 cent are are involved with certain things yeah they've eased the restrictions but it does go to show that like censorship in countries for video games it's not new <laughs> no it's been happening for years years and uh so i know for me and as, as a you know god it's gonna say elderly gamer but you know what i mean <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but no. for me who's been a gamer for three decades now yeah. um it this like it did like i i read it and went oh yeah okay no big surprise yeah but then you come back the next day and people are up in arms. I know. I can't, I can't believe this is being censored. It's like, wh- what? <laughs> of well, course it was going to be censored. The commercial wasn't oh. even, the teaser wasn't even showed over there. No, it wasn't. I like The thing is, what they were saying about the whole thing was that you can actually go onto the, uh, the PlayStation Network in these Arabic countries um, uh-huh. and The Last of Us Remastered will show up, the original uh-huh. game. And um, the PS3 version, but not this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, well, to be honest with you, um, it's because of their very staunch approach to uh, anyone of the LGBT variety. Yes. And yeah. we we know that Saudi Arabia has a problem with that. Um, yes. Very well, problematic. not going to go into the, the, the finer details no. of it because... It upsets me to know that this sort of thing actually happens yeah. in the world yeah. still, which is really yeah. weird. But I mean, uh, as a as a very staunch person, as proven last week about freedom of speech, absolutely, they have their right to do this if they want to. So country, um, yeah, exactly. I don't necessarily agree with it, but they have their no. right to to do it. Yeah, I mean, or I just ooh. I never ever 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 want the responsibility of telling entire like societies what they can and cannot do because yeah. uh i know i know no no I, I i don't know anything about their society i was not raised in it i don't no. know anything about their i think i believe i believe that they are religiously uh driven uh, yeah a like, lot of this is all driven by theocracy uh, i think but uh, i believe so but it's it's down to uh the islamic faith i believe yeah, and I'm just like, I don't know anything about it. I'm not making their rules for them. No. If that's what they decide as a country, hey, I'm going to support them. <laughs> that's why I'm not commenting on it as much as I can, yeah. because I don't know much about their uh, uh, about their systems over there. And yeah. uh, I mean, I, I know a little now, bit about potential Sharia, but not enough to I, I make want, too much yeah, of a I, comment. I want to clarify, and I'm going to say, hey, go ahead and say I'm clarifying for both of us, but, you know, of course... Feel free to contradict me. Um, what we're talking about is purely video games. Yeah. Uh, if they were doing human rights violations, that's different. Um, well, they technically are. Um, yeah, I know, but that, that's what I'm saying. That's a completely separate subject from yeah. what we're talking about right now. True. Yeah, is, true. 
the, a game being banned. Yeah. Um, and so just this tiny little uh, idea of a game being banned in a religious country, not a surprise. No, because <laughs> it doesn't surprise me as well. You know, there are certain themes in the game that are, might not gel well. And I'm not talking about the LGBT issue. I'm talking about the apparent religious zealots, which are yeah. Christians, which yeah, they don't uh, see kindly on, on Christians at all. No, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it's just it's just strange out there. Um I know that we during I think it was Far Cry um is it Far Cry four that has the No the it's religious Far, Far Cry five. It was set in Far like uh, Middle America, like yeah. with a very like religious um cult yeah. basically. And I think there was a lot of um protesting and uproar about that from you know the more religious community for lack of a better term. Um and they're allowed to say that. They're allowed to say that. But as a country the U.S. doesn't forbid uh, games with religious, you know. No, because it's freedom undertones. of speech, technically. Exactly, yeah, but yeah. that's that's you know clearly that's the U.S. And I think that a lot of people that were raised in the U.S. as they as they hit their late teens, early twenties, they don't they don't know a lot about the rest of the world. I'll be very no. honest. We, we're very insular over there, um, and so when they see stuff like that, it, it's jarring i think to their sensibilities they didn't realize that other countries don't share the same views um and so i think it took i think it took a lot of people by surprise in that way yeah Uh, it did a little bit but also there was also people trying to trying to claim that this wasn't banned this isn't censorship in any way which i thought was Mm -hmm. a bit of a stupid take to be honest because if a game is not sold in stores <laughs> or on or in a digital marketplace then technically it's yeah. been censored and banned you know what's funny about that is i distinctly remember australia saying that because yeah. they weren't going to sell a certain game it was recent i when i say recent i mean within the last decade mm. um Should- and uh they said, uh, "Oh, you know, well, you can't buy it, but you can order it from another country, or you can bring oh, it in from yeah. another country." Yeah, yeah, this is also the same thing that they said here. Is like you can yeah. use your US or your UK like uh, PSN credits and order it through their their stores yes. and still be able to play it. Which, mm-hmm. yes, you can. Yeah, but it doesn't necessarily mean it is officially sold in the country your country of right. origin. You have to go around a system to mm-hmm. get it so therefore it has been banned in that country in those countries i'm afraid so yeah whatever way you look at it if they want to claim that this isn't censorship it is censorship I'm oh afraid. it is yeah i would say that it definitely follows follows under falls under censorship oh, absolutely at least as i understand it but this is the kind of society that we live in that people just don't think that this even exists you know that, yeah you know, yeah oh this isn't censorship this is their right to not sell it yes it is their right to not sell it, it but you are censoring is. it for the people who want to play it in your country yeah. because not exactly. everyone not everyone in that country does believe in the lgbt issues you know right that, you know that the government hold so right i would say that's true for probably every country on the planet that not yeah. the people themselves don't necessarily hold the same views as the government in charge. Yeah, but, but the government in charge controls the flow of information. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Just look at China. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you could you could actually just pick any country. Um, yeah. It, it, yeah. 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 Okay. I think we covered that one. Yeah. We did, did pretty well with that one. Yeah. Pretty good. So we'll move on to The Last of Us Part 2. Oh, <laughs> yes. wait. Hold on. No, because there was two things that happened this week yeah. with The Last of Us Part 2. Naughty Dog shows off a two, lot of the two, gameplay. Part two, part two. Yeah, Last of Us yes. Part 2, Part 2. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Naughty Dog shows off gameplay from The Last of Us Part 2 in the PlayStation State of Play that was dedicated to the game. Yeah. Did you watch um, it? I didn't watch it uh, because I'm still wrestling with my conscience okay. over playing it. Well, I'm glad uh, none of us still have journalistic integrity then. <laughs> um, but yeah, go ahead and say what what you saw because uh, I have many words about it. But go ahead. What I saw was a lot of crap. Uh-huh. <laughs> because it's... Uh, everybody's favorite person at the moment neil Druckmann, (laughs) talking talking about everything that was in the game and showing off a new section of the game which nobody had seen i have issues with that by the way but i'll get to that in a minute yeah so they were talking about all the different things that you can do in the game like it's talked about the setting which is going to be seattle this time around yeah um so apparently you'll get to explore lush vistas such as green green grass snowy mountains and stuff like that mm-hmm. uh, as you traverse this area they told you about some and I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna preface that by saying some of the enemies that we we mm-hmm. see they talked about the two warring factions which mm-hmm. i don't remember the name of the factions but one of them was the 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 religious zealots basically yeah and the other is basically uh, a militia force that took over yeah. after the uh, after the infection. As I say, they're in previous games. Yeah, you so would have seen them if you previous know about, game. Yeah, I don't DLC. know enough about Last of Us to know what yeah. they were called because I, I I wasn't making notes whilst I was watching it. I was actually working whilst I watched this. Right. Um, it wasn't live when I was watching it. I decided to go back and watch the VOD, and uh, right. Uh, I was just I was on my on work and just had it on my desk going just like yeah I'll just watch I, I can listen to him talking a load of nonsense and then look down <laughs> and see what I'm dealing with here. Um, yeah, and so, fireflies. Sorry. sorry. Fireflies. Yeah, I know it's the fireflies, but I uh, there was an actual militia group and I can't remember the name of the militia group. Oh. They did name them in the in the game. So I can't anyway, remember. Anyway, it doesn't really matter to be honest. So yeah. uh decided to talk about some new thing fe- some features in this game that's made it sound like these are completely new features to games generally. Ellie yeah, being able to climb I want to talk about. and swim. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. wow, Ellie can climb. See, okay, I've said this, I've expressed this several times on past episodes. Mm-hmm. For me, The Last of Us is a great narrative, cinematic, you know, almost yeah. visual novel. I've said that the gameplay is weak. So what it sounds like to me is they've just added some basics of gameplay. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's what they like to call quality of life additions. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Or QOL, for sure. I was going to say QOL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I've had people in the past telling me that they hate the term, and I 
I, do I, don't, I don't hate the term because actually I think it's the most apt way of putting it. If you're making games, like sequelized games, then you are adding mm-hmm. stuff that adds to the quality of life, does it not? I suppose. It's very... It, it's a broad round term, I get. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I get but, it. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, Ellie can now swim. Ellie can now climb. Hooray should have been yes. in the first game. Stupid. Can- we please state, as we stated, we stated this off air to each other. Mm. Uh, Laura Croft's been doing that since 1990 forever, uh, 1996. Sonic, <laughs> Sonic, the notorious speedy platformer, has mm-hmm. water sections. Oh, that's right. From 1992. Yeah. And 1991, because there was some the water sections in the first game as well. So, yep. Uh, so this has been going on for a long time, and these aren't features. These are just no. like they. He I made mean, such a big deal about it. It's like, oh look, Ellie can swim. Nathan oh, Drake's Ellie can been climb. swimming. Exactly. Nathan Drake's been swimming for, for years. Yeah, but that's he was exactly. actually the first. Uh, Uncharted was the first game. I think it was Uncharted Two, mm-hmm. where he got out of the water and his clothes were dripping, and then yeah. they dried over time. Oh, I love that. That's so good. But that's because that Amy was Hennig great. wasn't wasn't a complete. Yeah. It, that's, yeah, she actually yeah, knows game design. Oh, yeah, go check out our past episodes. We love her. Um. <laughs> well, yeah, episode thirty where we do talk about Amy Hennig yeah. uh, in terms of Naughty Dog. Yeah, exactly. So, but but uh, uh, I'm not impressed. I, I'm sorry. I'm not. Impressed I'm not either. With swimming, but, jumping, and climbing. No, there was one other thing that caused war- <laughs> uh, more concern for me actually. Well, mm-hmm. a couple of things, but what most importantly. It does not look like they've improved the shooting mechanics at all. It still looks oh. like the receptacle is still off. That is literally what I've said from day one, that it's not a strong shooter. It's actually a terrible shooter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it looks Can like they they've doubled down that on that. <laughs> I might be wrong, uh, but it did look like pulling off headshots. They were com- like The receptacles in the, was all over the place. They, it, it wasn't even on the head. It was dumb. I, I think it, it was, was a bit dumb. It was like that in the first one. I know, and that's what put me off of it. That's yeah, what put me exactly. off of it, because I saw that on a Let's Play, and I went, oh, there's no way I'm playing mm-hmm. this if it's got bad shooting mechanics. Yeah. Sorry. And I mean, as as a person who clearly very much has stated that I'm an FPS lover, yeah. um, it, it just did not... It just As a game, it didn't do anything. As a narrative, it was wonderful. Yeah, exactly. I've got but no issue with narrative. Weak. Oh, I love a narrative game, but if you're going to have a narrative game, have it play like a Telltale game in certain respects. Then. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. if you want to have a good narrative game, but also solid gameplay, you mm-hmm. can do that. It's called Gears oh, of yeah. War. <laughs> I'd say Red Dead Redemption 2, but, uh, you know. No, I've, dro- I've dropped. I've dropped that like a steaming pile of horse poo. You tried again? Oh yeah, I did, and it was terrible again. <laughs> I just got to the same point, and I went, "This mission structure is so badly outdated." Uh, it's the same criticism I had in 2018, mm-hmm. and it's not going to change because I still feel that that structure is weak. Well, I'm I'm definitely replaying it in August. As wait, was it August or November? I think it's November that it came out. Uh, I'm gonna play it again on its anniversary in November, and then because I haven't touched it since I completed it, yeah. and see if I still love it as much as I did then. Okay, um, and I'll do a retrospect on that. That'd be cool. Yeah. I'd be interested yeah. to see that. Yeah. 
Uh, what there were a couple of other things that I saw in this. Uh, oh, the um, the section that they showed the gameplay off was just where mm-hmm. they showed the swimming. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you didn't know anything about it until they went. Um, that was the issue I had. It was the way that Neil Druckmann said it. Okay. Oh dear. Mm-hmm. Not not to do with the swimming, but to do mm-hmm. with this brand new section that nobody has seen before. Oh, I think goodness. he's pretty much directly going. These weren't yes. the leaks. Yeah. That's the impression I got from it as well. And it was sort that's... of like this, ooh, look at this. We've got this thing that someone did yeah. spoil for you. Yeah. Like, that's exactly what that is. Up. They probably wrote it in five minutes. It's like the code you... and then well, added it. Probably, but why are you still so acknowledging sweet. the leaks? Yeah. I think I think it's a sort I think those leaks hit his ego. It did uh, massively. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I've said off air, I've said on air, I want to watch how this is going to play out. I Me don't too. think it's going to play out the way people think it is. No, I don't think it is either. I think it's grand. Oh. And as just a by the by, uh, we as in Rapid Reviews UK did not receive a review code. Yeah, the email that, uh, that Mike got, that Mr. Overlord mm-hmm. Mike got, sounded like, sorry, mm-hmm. too many other people want to play this, so we're not giving you a code. Yeah, whereas I, as the cynical person that I am, think that they have a list of reviewers that will give them positive reviews, and that's who they're giving codes to. Well, look at how many people posted up stuff on uh, on Twitter this week saying, oh, look, I've got my review copy, and then <laughs> someone from Forbes didn't yeah. get one and had a meltdown on Twitter about it. Yep. Because like, how I could think... I do my job? <laughs> well, you can do your but job I... like every other independent it's games go review. Buy one. Go buy it when it comes out. Doesn't matter exactly. if you don't have a review a couple of days before. You review the game because you want to, not because you're paid to. Exactly. Um, yeah, but that kind of enforces my theory of they have a list of reviewers that they want. Because, um, yeah, you know, you would think you would put Forbes on that list if no. uh, if if you wanted to get, you know, a lot of views and clicks on your game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they're purposely avoiding people okay. that they don't know will give them you know a positive or negative whatever ultimately what happens the metacritic uh score it's going to be kind of like death stranding it's not going to be accurate no it won't be. i said that before though yeah yeah and the thing is is that i can't actually go and look at this because of uh, a reason that will come very familiar very apparent in a minute but Mm -hmm. i'm interested to see whether uh schreier got a copy of this yeah I can't see because I'm banned. That's right, you're banned. <laughs> I'm blocked by him. Oh man. Okay. Well, uh, go on to the next story while I look it up because I'm not banned, but I also don't follow him. So. Okay. Yeah. Fine. All right. I had to unfollow him. I just couldn't take yeah, it anymore. Fine. No problem. I'm just yeah. trying to think what story we can go into. Speaking of, actually, this makes more sense then, doesn't it? Uh huh. Yes. Mr. X Kotaku himself with yep. the Kotaku story. Kotaku writes an article blaming Twitch streamers for spreading dangerous conspiracy theories. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. Wowzers. So, this article was... Oh, boy, it was an attack on streamers, was it not? Yeah, it... it, it yeah, and I don't understand the motivation behind it. Because no, usually you can pinpoint Kotaku's motivation. Uh, 
it'll either be you know someone's paid them to write the story or uh, you know ethics and Mm. journalism (laughs) yeah i mean it starts out in the past few days an alarming headline has made the rounds half of fox news viewers think bill gates is using the pandemic to microchip them and uh, the survey suggests let me stop you there (laughs) i have some problems with this not not the least of which is just the logical you know leaps and stuff Mm. The fact that they said more than half of the Fox viewers. Yeah, and that's what most people have taken them to task over. Yeah, that's not their flagrant Their flagrant use of, stati- of accurate statistics. Yeah, exactly. You need to have a verifiable source. Yeah. Uh, and you need to, you can't make sweeping generic statements like that in a journalistic article, which we'll talk about more in one of these next yeah, stories. But that's uh, literally like the first sentence of the entire article that would make me as a person who has done journalism um and been educated in it would make me completely shut down and say oh i can't take this for serious yeah me too it's uh you know it's an opinion piece but anyway continue on what i've literally just seen something on this article that i didn't notice before that they've got like a a twitch stream like set up Uh it's called trainwrecks tv that actually a prominent FGC men- member called Gutex is in there. Uh-huh. And he's like the most least conspiracy person I've ever seen in my life. Oh, dear. What oh. the hell? I need to go back and read this and find out why they've mentioned him in this. Oh, that's funny. But yeah, they mentioned people like uh, Dr. Disrespect. Uh, because, well... <laughs> Yeah. I, don't know. I mean, this is this is the same absolute clown who got ejected out of E3 last year for live streaming in a bathroom. Right. Um, I mean, he's a bit of an idiot, <laughs> but he's al- yeah. but he's also the same Twitch streamer that got uh, got his house shot at whilst on a live yeah, stream. Exactly. Oh, that that whole debacle. Ah. Yeah. So, like, Ugh. I don't know what. I think this. I think this article is dangerous. Yeah, I, I do as well. That, that's kind of my point in saying uh, they've already started off with, um, you know, no integrity. Yeah. So how can I take the rest of it, mm. you know, for serious? Whereas another person who may not be educated quite the same way yeah, will go, oh, I believe this 100% because it's, you know, in black and white in front of my face. Yeah, okay. That's dangerous. It is dangerous. Well, let me read you this part of this what talks about Dr. Disrespect. Um, I'm not going to mention his, his actual name on here because I think right. that's wrong. If you have an online handle, you stick to the online handle. Mm-hmm. You know, but they've they've kind of doxed him by doing that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, it's out there. People have done it before, but that doesn't make it, it is. right. Um, Plus, we we've both taken a pretty staunch uh, anti-doxing view on this show, so. I, t- I don't yeah. not just on this show generally for me well, anyway like right. people shouldn't have it done it's wrong nope. uh, so Dr. Disrespect one of the most popular uh, streamers on Twitch with nearly 4.5 million followers spent a chunk of his March uh, May 1st stream reading through a, a widely debunked article advocating for the end to total isolation based on irresponsibly obtained data and playing an even more widely debunked video suggesting that 5G technology causes COVID-19. Okay. Yep. I'm waiting for your response. That's why I just stayed silent there. Yeah. 
we're we're back on censorship is so we're not, we've come yeah, full circle exactly we mentioned this a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. didn't we where yep. we're now starting to go back to the ideals of the 50s and 60s yep where yep. censorship and um spreading panic by calling someone an ism an ist or yeah. whatever is the same way as saying you're a communist exactly as it was in yes. the 50s with the red panic red scare and yeah uh, all of that um yeah i mean people throw away this throw around the term conspiracy theorist mm. um and this happens on all across political spectrums it and does. countries and everything if you don't agree with someone well they're a conspiracy theorist okay here's Here's the thing. There's a lot of things out there, especially the uh, 5G COVID-19 link that can be Mm. scientifically uh, proven or disproven. Yep. Um, I guess what, here's what I'm going to say. It's controversial, but I don't care. Go ahead. Uh, You can't stop stupid people from being stupid. It doesn't matter if you show them a video on, uh, you know, Bill Gates, uh, infecting people with 5G <laughs> or yeah. if you show them a video of um, you know someone claiming the moon landing is never happened or flat earth or whatever it doesn't matter what you show them a stupid person is stupid what are you talking about the moon moon landing didn't happen it was all <laughs> filled by Kubrick in a warehouse uh-huh. yeah. that's a conspiracy that's an actual conspiracy oh, I theory for you I, I, I mentioned to uh, I know you though it was oh, more, for yeah. the, more for the listeners yeah yeah uh growing up in houston where nasa is located i'm sure uh, you heard that a thousand times oh gosh yeah it's crazy because you would think oh you live by nasa you know uh you know this stuff clearly happened because there's Mm. a huge giant museum full of stuff and no yeah you can walk through the museum with them and they're like no that's fake no i i get i get why people sort of say that there is a bit of weirdness to do with it because well, you know sure why is. why why does a flag like f- blow in the wind when there's no atmosphere yeah which is weird to me because the actual flag was dipped in resin yeah. uh and looks like it's waving when it's not they have the second flag because they always make backups for yeah, everything of course. that's what nasa does uh they have the second flag prominently displayed in the mission control room of Houston NASA, Houston yep. Space Center NASA. Yep. Um, I've seen it myself. It is an old flag dipped in resin and it looks like it's waving. <laughs> that is very weird. Yeah, so it's like... It's probably the way that the camera like reflects some of the oh, stuff yeah. off of it. It just, oh, it just looks... See, it's an illusion, it. isn't it? Yeah, it's, an, it's exactly what it is. I mean, they're on the... Um, light side of the moon you know with the sun over the camera shoulder and god i can't believe we're talking about this <laughs> i know i know it's weird isn't it but but that that leads to the bigger thing which is yes some conspiracy theories out there are insane but who are we to who are we to to tell people what they can and cannot say and yeah, i say exactly. we I, I mean twitch but i i just don't feel like Twitch is the moral authority. I don't feel like anyone should be the moral authority on information. Definitely not Kotaku. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm going to read you one particular <clears throat> clip that's going to may ruffle your feathers as an ex-journalist. Uh-huh. 
It's not clear whether Dr. Disrespect or Twitch removed the clip. <sighs> I knew that was going to rile you up. What I am seeing, and I'm sorry, guys, I know you don't want to hear rants right now, but uh, what I'm seeing is um, journalism as it's being known nowadays, not as what it was, Mm -hmm. uh, but what it is nowadays is laziness. Oh, yeah. Uh, There's you could reach out to Twitch and you could reach out to the guy and if they don't get back to you, you write in your article, uh, we've reached out to blah, blah for comment. Neither have said which one has taken it down, but, you know, the clip has been taken down, but we don't know if it was yeah. forced down or voluntarily taken down. There's nothing difficult about that. No. You just say that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, one ah. of the things that you they say in journalism as, uh, as well is um, note your sources, but don't tell them who your source is. Note that you have yeah. sources. Yeah, you always want to keep uh, your sources on hand, but you always protect your sources. Uh, yeah. That's how you get information, and you continuously get information. Exactly. Um, this actually, this actually kind of segues perfectly into the VG twenty four seven story. I'm glad because so I was actually going to do that. Kinda, yeah, we can kind of go ahead and do that. Yep. Uh, if you want. Yep. So. So. Yeah. I was literally just sitting here going, what story are we going to cover? Oh, yeah, we'll do this one. Yeah. So, so uh, a, uh, I can't remember how old she is, 80-something years oh, old. She's, yeah, 80-something she's... years old. Shirley Curry, also known as Skyrim yeah. Grandma, decides to step we... away from oh, streaming no due to health concerns. Yes. Now, she's awesome. 84. Yes, yeah, she's, she's 84. Yeah, she's 84. And she still plays Skyrim, and, mm-hmm. and she's she role, lovely. She role plays it, which is amazing. She's she's, a, she's absolutely lovely. She yeah. is so good. She is a breath of fresh air in a time of shoutiness. Yeah, she sense. is. Yeah. So, yeah. so she's obviously having a few health concerns, being an eighty-four-year-old yeah. woman. Which is understandable. Her stress levels are high. She twi- streams on Twitch. She uploads to YouTube and all that sort of thing. That's enough to put someone's stress level up enough. Absolutely. Even a young man or a young woman. Absolutely. So, oh, gosh. Yeah. However, VG247 mm-hmm. uh, writes a piece that is then picked up later by some of the other bigger news outlets like the Metro Paper in the UK and Kotaku, so once again Kotaku playing their hand, stating that trolls have forced her to stop streaming due to comments about her not playing the game correctly. Yeah. (laughs) Because of them damn horrible gamers. Yeah. Um, All vile comments on the internet made me walk away. Shut up. It riled a lot of people up. Yeah, me included, because this is once again showing no journalistic integrity whatsoever. They didn't check sources. They didn't read. They didn't actually watch the video. They went on a hit piece. This is not a hit piece. This is trash. Yeah. Now, let's let's read her actual uh, statement. Do you have it there? Uh, uh, Let me have a look and see. Uh, Well, I've got the statement. She does say something about uh, VG. But these, yeah. um, it was on a blog post, which I need to go and have a look at. So if you carry on, I will let you know. Yeah. Um, um, so I've got to go she, into the article. Yeah. 
She's great. I do advise anyone who wants to follow oh, her. Oh my god. Wholesome I've content. Just, I've just noticed days. something about this article. They got her age wrong as well. Oh can't, no. Can't even check their sort. Can't even check actual fact. But it's listed on her Twitter. <laughs> I know it's so dumb. But bear in mind, I had oh, to go looking gosh. for her Twitter because it's been buried by all these articles now. Yeah, um, and let me give her Twitter address away because it's just amazing. Uh, well, I mean, her Twitter feed is amazing. Oh, but I, it's go on, sorry. Shirley, I, it's at Shirley Scurry, which is S H I R L E Y S C U R R Y. Yeah. Um, it's wholesome, great content. Um, apparently, her favorite music is Kiss. So amazing. I love this grandma. She's everyone's grandma. She says that. It's beautiful. Yeah, exactly. It's beautiful. I mean, I I have a grandma already, but I'd have this one as my other grandma too, because she's cool. I, yeah, I unfortunately don't have any, but she's now my grandma. So. She's your, <laughs> yeah, by default now. Yeah. So the yeah. Uh, the Fiji. So the problem is, I can't go and check the vlog because it's a vlog, and right. we're recording, so I can't do that right now. But essentially, the long and short of it was, she's had a lot of health concerns. And she is stepping away from it because of her high blood pressure and needs mm-hmm. to take a couple of weeks off just to um, get herself right. Yes. And if I remember correctly, her reply was something to the effect of... Well, I'm um, going to get to that in a minute. Oh, Stop. Right. Okay. I've got this covered. Okay. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> Don't you worry about this because I yeah. want to read the headline from the VG247 by a woman called Ugh. Emily Guerra. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're being pulled up for this, I'm afraid. Uh-huh. Yep. Because YouTuber Skyrim Grandma announces she is scrolling, uh, scaling back, sorry, oh my God. Scaling back <laughs> streams for the sake of her health after receiving patronizing comments. <sighs> which I'm pretty yeah. sure is not the original title, actually. I'm pretty sure that's been oh, amended. Oh, I'm sure. No, I'm sure I that's he, been amended. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the original title, because I saw it when it first came out. Oh, yeah, there's an update on the article ah, itself. Since yeah. the publishing of this article, uh, I'm not even going to mention that. Not even going to mention it, because that, yeah. that plays part of it as well. Mm-hmm. Fair play to They have actually included that tweet in the article. Fair enough. Well... Good, uh, good. The original vlog describes the stress experience when some viewers nitpick and criticise her streams. However, these make up a very small portion of the feedback she receives, she says. We have updated the article to address this. Ugh. All the quotes that are... That still t- sounds terrible. No. That's not what wait, she said. Wait. All of the quotes uh- above are taken verbatim from Curry's video. So they've had to change this because of the backlash they've received on the original yes. article. To the point where um, Kirk McKeon, a senior editor or deputy editor for VG247, literally wrote on Twitter not long after this article went out and people were criticising, just want to say, at TwitGera, which is uh, Emily Guerra, is a mm-hmm. brilliant writer and journalist. She is not a journalist. No. She because wrote VG24 a hit. and VG247 lists himself as a blog. Yeah, they do. They actually do claim to be a blog. In yep. fact, uh, Emily, her profile says video game consultant. Yeah. Hold on. She's previously a senior reporter for Polygon as well. Yeah. That says everything I need to know. 
Yeah. She's not a we're, journalist. No, we're going to do a uh, more thorough, I'm just going to call it what it is, a more thorough investigation of EG247. Yep, I don't are. know if it's 247 or 247. Uh, I'd call it 24-7. Okay. Um, because it they are, they're allowed to, this is the second time we've had to say this headline is wrong. Yeah, in a, so, in a, in a couple of weeks. Yeah, so there is a motivation back there that I think we should uncover. Um, yeah. so, get to the bottom of it. Yeah, I think we are. So, yeah. the elusive tweet that we uh, mm-hmm. made mention of is yes. this from Shirley Scurry. Mm-hmm. VG247. I love this tweet because this is brilliant. It's so good. Anyway. Sorry, I had to put my opinion out there because I love this. Yeah, no, it's I absolutely it loved yeah. every second of reading this. Yes. VG247, I don't know who you are or where <laughs> you get your ideas from, but there is no, quote, onslaught of patronising comments. But yes, I am scaling back my videos due to health. Most people on my channel are very nice. I do wish you would delete this so it would go away. Mm-hmm. Yes, course, Shirley. Yes, <laughs> she's wonderful. I, I love, love it. that. I love that she's 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 doing what is my favorite thing in the world, which is looking at the emperor without his clothes on, going, "You're not wearing any clothes." I absolutely love that. Um, she she's calling it out as, as it is. Oh God, I love it. It's just funnily beautiful. Enough, it's poetic. It's beautiful. But funnily mm-hmm. enough. I don't see any single journalist from VG247, and I use yeah. journalist or the uh, the quartering approach, journalist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that uh, I've always found that funny that he calls them journalists because yeah. it's obviously talking about That's... toilet journalists. Um, yes. Uh, I haven't seen a single one mention uh, about this statement since. They've not yeah. brought it up. Yep. Funny that, because Kirk that McKeon had to go on the defensive for Emily Guerra. And put mm-hmm. that, but hasn't linked to this whole point either. Yeah. Because it doesn't um, fit with their narrative, I'm afraid. It doesn't. And um, I just I just I just want to applaud Shirley again mm-hmm. for just holding the mirror up to truth. Yep. Uh, saying exactly. I did not say these things. Yep. I don't even know who you are, which shows which that so they never. They never reached out to her no. because I have a feeling that she's the type of person that if you reach out to her respectfully, uh, you know, she will give you uh, statements for your articles. Um, Shall I do and that and see if we can get one for next week? Yeah. I'm going to we'll try. See. I'm going to try. Yeah. I'll give it a well, try. Like, see, see whether or not nice grandma comes back and gives us a nice comment. Yeah, that would be good. Um or yeah, we'll or even just reply to her tweet and say that we support you or whatever. You know, you do it. You you you're magic. You work your yeah, magic. Yeah, I'll do that later. <laughs> then I'll put that on afterwards. Yeah. What what you'll find, people uh, out there, dear listeners, is that uh, because I'm autistic, I'm not good at social stuff, and Pete is. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I I handle all the back office stuff. Yeah, I I'm I'm not good. <laughs> I have no filter. <laughs> yeah, I know you don't. Uh, before we move on from this news story, can yeah. I bring up another tweet that uh, good old Shirley's brought up? Yes, because her feed is beautiful, but yes. Mm. So she made mention of a particular YouTuber who made a very honest take on this. 
Mm-hmm. Who, weirdly enough, I can't believe she actually found this, but probably she's looking at all the articles that are going on and trying right. to see anyone who's obviously Googling her and all that sort of thing. So, yeah. the YouTuber in question is Yong Ye. Right, okay. The, the legendary Yong Ye says, Thank you, Yong Ye. This is the most honest and unexaggerated breakdown review of my video out there. Hope people will watch this and it will set uh, offset all of the exaggerations in a couple of other videos going on around out there. Thank you. You get it. Oh, wow. That's oh, why that's I wanted great. to highlight it because I did yeah. watch his video and it was a damn honest take on it. And also, just because just because it's adorable, mm-hmm. uh, this is totally going to be the type of grandma I am. Uh, she has a screenshot of uh, looks like a guard or something. Anyway, just a, a, in Skyrim that she's killed and he's he's fallen on on some of the uh, flowers. Yeah. And so she says, "Here is someone I killed, but it looks like a drunk sleeping it off. Why does everything I kill wind up in flowers?" <laughs> <laughs> That's I love it so much. That's so good. Uh, anyway, she's amazing. We are totally supportive of her and completely understand the need for stepping back due to health concerns. Yeah, of course. Um, and absolutely, it is deplorable um, that VG twenty four seven would do spurious, yeah. you know, up uh, uh, accusations against an mm-hmm. invisible horde of. I don't know, just generic gamers making yeah. bad comments to her when there is none. Yep. So, yeah, oh, I, I actually condemn them. I condemn their mm. attempts at journalism, we'll call it. Yep. Well, all I'm going to say is fight the power, Shirley. That is yes. crappy journalists. Yes. <laughs> or people po- or bloggers posing as journalists. Yes, exactly. That's really what it is. And yeah. Kirk McKean, um, get the fuck out of here, you absolute trash human being. Yeah, and there's the honk for you. <laughs> yeah, put it down, please. I did that intentionally because he needs to. He needs yeah. to know he's a trash human in- individual. Yeah. I don't care anymore. Like I used to be respectful to journalists because I once wanted to be one myself, but mm-hmm. he doesn't command respect for me because all he writes is bait. Yeah, no, we. that's what we do here is we call out... Well, we just call it like we see it. Yeah, um, and that's why I say get out of here, you absolute trash human being. Yeah. If you can't contribute positively to journalism and gaming... Yep. Then what are you doing here, you exactly. know? Exactly. Why make up lies, you know? We're mm. already fighting a, a stigma of being, uh, you know, quote, white supremacist... Yep. Or whatever the thing was last week. Yeah, but they jumped you know, all over that one, didn't they? Yeah. Well, exact. That's what I'm saying. I'm lumping them in with that sentiment because yeah. talking about an unnamed horde of, you know, supposed gamers yeah. making comments to an old grandma playing Skyrim, and there's no, there's no verity. There's no. There's no pressure truth. for it. Yeah, and there's no truth to their their accusations. Yeah. Um, they just did it to get clicks. I can't support that. Absolutely not. No, I can't not. either because it's not. In, no. There's no integrity in it. There's no. No. You know, there's no actual journalism in this as well. Mm-hmm. They didn't reach out for sources. They didn't. Nope. They didn't read the full. They didn't. You know, 
check the they full video. They literally probably the only video. they probably only heard a small segment of it saying, mm-hmm. "I've had some un- uh, I've had some comments." Mm-hmm. That's it, and they went, "Oh, you've had some no, you've had some horrible comments." And they're not even horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, that's one thing I can promise you guys out there that, uh, well, at least as far as Pete and I and anyone we bring on to the show as a as a. Uh, as, as an additional co-host or whatever in the future mm. is we have integrity. Um, we stand right. by that. Yeah. 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 That's something we, you know, and we will source anything. If, if, if we say something that you're a little bit suspect of and we forgot to source it, reach out. Yeah. We'll, please we'll send you the source. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Please reach out. Cause half the time it's me forgetting to put the, the actual sources in the description. Cause I noticed that last yeah. week and I'm going to go back and put them <laughs> back in. Yeah. Like, I mean, w- yeah, we're all about integrity. Exactly. But we've got two last news stories for you, but they're big ones. Yep. Yes. Uh, so this comes down to uh, how you want to approach this. Are you an <laughs> Xbox gal or you're a PlayStation person? Right. Um, I'm going to tell you right now. I was going to say, I mean, let's put it this way. Uh, listeners, dear listeners, uh, for the first time in two years last week... I hooked up my PlayStation 4 and PSVR. And uh, did you happen to play it at all? No. I did log on and download some updates. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> no, you that did tell me the reason behind it, though. That yeah. You have had a lot of internal fan issues I, and all that. I've got to, so. yeah. I've got to clear it out uh, because it, it, it sat in a corner for two years, basically. Mm. Almost two years. We're about to hit two years. Um and accumulated a lot of dust, which I did send you a picture of once. Um, yeah, you and did. <laughs> so it's it's not playing exactly uh, well. No. Um, but yeah, I do tend to lean a little bit more to the Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> I think after everything that's happened with Sony, I'm now tending to lean more towards Xbox, like I said. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I mean, yeah. I play my PS4, but that's because I'm uh, currently reviewing Streets of Rage 4 on mm-hmm. it. But after mm-hmm. that, and I play Final Fantasy, obviously, but yep. I don't see myself playing it too often after that, though. Yeah, um, I'll probably be the same way. I mean, but at the same time, I don't want people to think that I'm an Xbox fangirl because uh, PlayStation has God of War, and that is just a brilliant series in my mind. One of the so, very few exclusives that will probably make me buy a PS5. It, exactly, exactly. Possibly Uncharted, but I don't know. No, they're not. Uh, I don't think they're bringing another Uncharted out for at least another five years. That would be interesting. Um, and I'd like to see who ends up directing that. But Neil Puckman. Anyway. Yeah, it's like, I I don't like the way he took Uncharted, so I might not play it, but we'll see. We'll see. Okay. So we'll go with the Xbox story then, is the long and short answer of that one. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You never get an easy answer out of us. It's going to be a long tangent and a rabbit trail. (laughs) Of course. So... We've had some um, some interesting Xbox Series X uh, stuff being stated. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Xbox Series X to include quick resume and HDR support for all backwards compatible games. That makes me very happy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, sh- shall that's... I go through all of this? 
Yes. So the article where this came from states that it will see significant reductions of in-game load times, uh, support an innovative HDR reconstruction technique. Uh, hmm. That's just another uh, fancy word for upscaling, I'm yeah. sure. But basically, this uh, what they were trying to get across with the HDR reconstruction <laughs> technique is that actually... These were all run natively on oh. the Series X, making use of the new GPU, oh. CPU, and SSD. That makes me ridiculously happy. Yeah, me Continue too. On. Yeah, because the, <laughs> because that Jaguar, uh, the Jaguar uh -huh. uh, architecture they used for the uh, for the Xbox One was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's. Yep. It is also stated that it will support quick resume for up to three games at a time. Wow. That's. Interesting. Yeah, because yeah, you I could like only that. have one I, I, quick. You could only have one thing yeah, quick resume I, on the Xbox One at the moment. Yep. And, and it doesn't always work, by the way. Oh, it's awful for that, isn't it? Yes, and and I'm terrible for leaving it up twenty four seven and coming back to it. Yeah. Um, for quick resume, but I can't help it. I like it, so yeah. this makes me happy. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a really good function, but. I it don't, is. I don't really necessarily is. leave my console on all the time, so I don't make I don't make use of it as much as I should, unless yeah. like I go off for a couple of hours, like I've got to go and do something mm -hmm. for a couple of hours, and I want to pick it back up straight away. I might leave my console on if it's performing an update for a game or something. Oh like gosh, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was one last statement for this, mm -hmm. and this one gets me excited <laughs> so much. I'm so divided on this, but I'll tell you why. But go ahead. It is also stated that games could get a significant uprate, uh, update to frame rates, stating that if a game was originally running in 30 FPS on the Xbox One, it would be running mm -hmm. at 60, and if a game was awesome. running at 60 FPS, it could jump to up to 120 frames per second. And I know what your issue is, 120 <laughs> frames per second. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of a witty thing for FPS, meaning... Kylie's going to throw up. So 120, 120 uh, uh, I'm vomiting <laughs> for a second. <laughs> yes. Uh, I was actually going to go to 12 zero Fs per second. <laughs> as how many Fs you give. Oh, gosh. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've made it quite clear. Uh for whatever reason, and no, I I do not know why. Although I will say that Aaron Hansen of Game Grumps has expressed his own uh, problem with this as well. So it's not an isolated thing. It's not just a Kylie thing. Um, but once you hit 120 FPS, I just get so nauseous. It is unbelievable. Like, I don't understand it. Yeah. Yeah. But as a performance person... Yes. <laughs> this yeah, makes you're very me very happy because there yeah. were a lot of games that had a, had a locked 30 frames per second frame rate on the mm -hmm. Xbox One. Yes. And on the PS4 as well. Mm -hmm. And especially on the Switch too. Oh, yeah, of course. So, of course. I, uh, I, as a... As someone who loves a fighting game, as we all know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 60 FPS is the absolute minimum standard right. for any fighting game on the system. Right. Like, 
It's the same for shooters. Like, I'm not the biggest shooter mm-hmm. fan, but they have to be 60 FPS, otherwise... Yes. Oh, gosh, yes. what the obvious big uproar about having Overwatch on the Switch was, was the fact it was mm-hmm. 30 frames per second and a visual downgrade oh. and all that. It's like, yeah. why are you trying to get games to run on the Switch that don't run at a native 60 frames? You should have that. And I think yeah. that's... I think... And I'm going to call one into question that actually done it really well, though. Uh-huh. Doom 2016 on the Switch. Really? It ran right. at 30 frames per second, uh-huh. but it ran so smooth you wouldn't even know. I, I was going to say, I, you know, I we won't go into it too much because I'll just talk for hours about it, but uh, <laughs> the uh, programming team, the development team behind Doom uh, 2016 and then uh, the latest iteration, which I love and adore, yep. um, they are some innovative, innovative people that I don't think have been applauded enough. I mean, I, I'm assuming they're doing. They probably did the port to uh, the Switch. No, um, they didn't. I think it was Saber who did it. I Either wonder if they were panic button. Because go have a look. I, I kid you not. I, I, I played uh, 2016 before I. You know, I refreshed myself uh, before I did uh, Doom Eternal. Um, and the fact that... Um, they still make me very nauseous. But the fact that these games are running on, um, you know, the Xbox or X-Bone. Yeah. They're running so smoothly. Uh, I cannot say enough about Doom Eternal. Mm. The way it looks, it looks like a next-gen game. Mm-hmm with i mean it you you've been talking to me while i've played it and i've gotten so nauseous because it's so smooth yeah which is weird but um and and it doesn't even have ray tracing and it and they were still able to make it that beautiful it's, it's, oh, it, i mean it, it not only does it look great but it's buttery smooth as well which it is. is absolutely superb but yeah i was right it was a panic button oh Okay, I'm going to... Ah, God, I'd like button, to delve into They are magicians, honestly, when it comes to yeah. Switch ports. It's ridiculous what they get out of them. Their port of Rocket League alone was enough for me mm-hmm. to, sh- to show that because they... Not only did they have a... They, they had a mode that soft-locked the frame rate, but they also had one that basically pushed it up to 60 FPS but mm-hmm. downgraded the visuals again it, to make sure it was stable. And to be honest right. with you, you don't need visuals in Rocket League that much. Right. I'd right. much rather have the 60 FPS than I would. I was going to say, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, but it was great. So this makes me very happy, let's just say. Yeah. I'm very happy that a lot of games, Tekken <laughs> 7, uh, excuse me, um, <laughs> that was 30 frames per second are getting a 60 FPS oh, including on this. Gosh. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. I might have to experiment a little with some of those. Yeah. Uh, Formerly 30 FPS to 60 FPS. May yeah. make, it may make you like Halo, the unforgot, the forgotten game. Again. Uh, no, nothing will ever make. <laughs> Literally nothing. I know. I just uh, thought I'd try my hand at that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Unless you know, Master Chief himself came to me and said, "Please like my game, Kylie." I'd be like, "Okay, Master Chief." <laughs> so much for fantasy hour. <laughs> Ah, yeah. There's a little peek into my brain. (laughs) 
we get enough of a peek into your brain nearly every week. I didn't know we needed more of the curtain dragged back. Really is frightening back there. <laughs> yeah, you're telling me I've had to deal with it more than enough times. <laughs> it's true. It's so true. Uh, but yes. Um, yeah, all in all, I'm excited about this. I'm very pleased uh, with... I mean, they're little small tweaks, but to be honest, we're at that point in, uh, you know, uh, next-gen con uh, consoles being just um, small, incremental changes, you know? Yep. Yeah. The only worry I have with this is apparently a report that had come out not long ago stating that uh, Series X games are going to run at 30 FPS, which I'm like, oh, why... <laughs> That's very strange, yeah. Like, why 4K30? Just 1080, yeah. 60. Just 1080, 60 is not yeah. hard. Yeah. Because or even 1440. Yeah. Ah, yeah. I yeah. don't We're... care about graphics as much as I do performance. If it runs like dog crap, right. then it's not going to play well. Exactly. But I, I guess this is the issue that most, uh, a few people like myself have with... Uh, gamers who claim that it's all about visuals over fidelity. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. I see. I could get in that debate. Yeah. For a while. Another but... one to add to our list. Yes. So yeah. we're on to the last news story this week. Yes. This has been a long one for news. We did explain that. That's fine. Yes. Uh, we yes. wanted to just cover some news because there's been a, a metric yeah. ton of it. Absolutely. But, but and just... it's always good to talk about games. Of course. <laughs> And we decided to leave probably the biggest news story to the very last. Yes, of course we would. <laughs> yeah, well, it makes sense, doesn't it? Don't don't show all it your does. hands at once, do you? That's right. That's right. This is where the royal <laughs> flush comes in. Oh goodness, yes. Yeah, Sony reveals an hour-long digital presentation on Thursday, June the fourth, mm -hmm. showcasing the PlayStation 5's games lineup for 2020. <sighs> That is going to be huge. That um, is a ooh, well. Yeah, I thought we'll they all were just, be watching that. I know. I thought yeah. they were just gonna show certain things that were gonna be coming up within the next couple of years to get people mm -hmm. excited about the purchase. Oh no, Sony! I really put a kicker into Microsoft saying not only we're we gonna show gameplay, we are showing mm -hmm. games that are coming out this year. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. This has made the yeah. next generation finally exciting. <laughs> yes. Uh, may I ask, do you have any predictions yourself for what you think they're going to show? Um, if I had to put my... Um, <laughs> my oh, this is weird because I'm losing, f I'm losing focus with Sony and I'm starting to get very yeah. frustrated with them based on the whole yeah. situation with uh, Naughty Dog and DMCA yeah. takedowns and all that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. This doesn't mean I'm not necessarily excited about the PS5, because I am. Right. You're like, a gamer at heart. That's, yeah. that's how that is. Yeah. Every new generation gets me excited, because I'm, I'm, I'm there to see what the tech is. I love the yes. tech side of things more than the games as well. Yep. So... I'll be interested to see how they're pulling off their uh, 3D audio, the um, mm -hmm. the ray tracing, and how their SSD is apparently better than um, than the Xbox Series X one. I'll be interested to see. Mm -hmm. um, my wishes as a gamer, if I was to throw a few few ones out there, I don't think they're going to happen, but I really want to happen. 
Uh, one of them is uh, a, a series that we haven't seen for a very, very, very long time that used to showcase old tech or to showcase new tech. Mm-hmm. Always was the way of showing showing off what the new functions of the console was. Mm-hmm. But they never did it for the PS3, and they definitely did it didn't do it for the PS4. Right. Ape Escape. Oh yeah! I, oh, we've made mention of that game before. God damn! I uh, want an Ape Escape game, a proper one, like an Ape Escape yeah. Four. Like, oh, we Absolutely. need, we, we need it. And with the fact that they're talking about the Dual Sense having a lot of different technology in there, I think it'd be the perfect way to mm-hmm. showcase that. Yeah. But, um, you know the the amount of like monkeys they can have on screen now. You know, exactly. Yeah, like, exactly. Like no load time, so you can just drop in and out of levels so easily. Yeah. You know, yeah. they could have it as ah. Oh, although I'm not the biggest fan of open world games, open world ape escape. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that sounds too appealing. To be honest, <laughs> that would be very interesting. I I would like to see that. <laughs> okay. You throw okay because this is what I wanted to do. I wanted to throw a couple of predictions out there, like obscure yeah. and potential, like actual real ones, like because yeah. then we can go into next week's show, which I'm going to spoil for the for the listeners. Is going to be another roundtable where yeah, we're going to discuss the entirety of this event. Oh yes, it's going to be a good one. Oh yeah. So, what's your pie in the sky hope? Uh, I think that my hope is so obvious that it's not even really a prediction, just me stating fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that, of course, is cyberpunk. Um, I want to. What, see. you want cyber- cyberpunk on a PS5? Yeah. Well, we're already getting the Series X version anyway. Well, that's what I'm saying. I know Would that you... it's kind of, but I want to see. I, I want to see what. <sighs> You know, they're releasing it on, uh, you know, like the Xbox. They're releasing it on the X-Bone and the Series X. Yeah, but it's a smart um, delivery style, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Um, so if it's coming to the PS4 and then I assume PS5, yeah, I would like to see what the difference is. Is it significant enough? Yeah, well, this is my issue with that, is that I was... This is why I mentioned the Series X one, because we're going to mm-hmm. have that with the Series X version anyway. Yes. And I don't think there's going to be too much different, but I think I might have to dash your hopes here. Oh, no. I don't think Cyberpunk's coming to PS5. You really don't think so? No. You think it's going to be a, an ex- a Series X exclusive? No. I just... I think it's going to come later down in the line, but it's right. one of the things that Sony has mentioned in a pre in an article over the last couple of days is that they have no focus on remastering PS4 games. All right. Ooh, good point. Very good point. So that's where the Xbox um, has its uh, unique yeah. selling point in smart delivery because it sounds yep. like PlayStation don't want to do it. Yeah. I mean, that's a Ooh. report. We don't know whether that's true. Yeah. So, but it, by yeah. all accounts, that has been what's been stated. Yeah, uh, yeah that's actually a very good point. Um, hmm. Well, I would like to see any of the old, like, rare games. Uh, any of the, um, like, Ratchet and Clank, any of that. Rare I games? Would love you mean, it. like, uh, the old Naughty Dog games? <laughs> yes. Uh, Naughty Dog or uh, Sucker Punch? Yes. Cause, yeah, because Rare are uh, Microsoft and Nintendo years gone by. Well, never, never actually worked on the PlayStation. 
Yeah, but um, but I used to play Ratchet and Clank on the PlayStation too. Yeah, but I was Naughty Dog. I know, but I don't want to say Naughty Dog. Oh, I see, I see. It's the, the rare developer. Oh, it's okay. okay it's just oh, right. <laughs> I misinterpreted. Now I apologise. Yeah. That's quite all right. Quite all right. Yeah, okay. Um, But we did mention them earlier on in the show. Yeah. So you can't say that. You've just... No. You'd see, all for the sake of being a pain in the bum, you confused the hell out of me and made me look stupid. (laughs) Never. I never do that. Never. (laughs) No, because you're a woman. You're always right, clearly. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Blatant sexism. Gotta love it. (laughs) No, that was a joke. Uh, I don't... No, it was... Yeah, it's purely... I was gonna come back with some random, like, uh... They always make dudes out to be, like, uh, infants, children who can't take care of themselves. What? Uh, yeah, I was going to come back with something about that. What are you uh, talking about? I don't believe any of that. Uh, I need a diaper Oh, I know. (laughs) (laughs) There was like a commercial, I think it was here in the UK, and yes, I'm on a tangent. Uh, I think it was in the UK, might have been in the US, I don't know, it all blends together when I first got here. Yeah. Um, Where there's a bunch of like like male partners, husbands, um, and they're in a mall, but they're like in a a waiting area for kids. Like, it's like like a, a, you would put kids playground, but it's for dudes. Oh, yeah. And I always found that offensive, like, on dude's yeah. behalf, because it's true. And then there was this one, it was very controversial in the U.S., where it shows a dad not being able to change his, like, infant kid's yeah. diaper. Like, he was a complete moron and stuff. And oh, it's dear. just like, really? Really? <laughs> really? So all men are children, and all women are, I don't know what we are, uh, domestic goddesses. There you go. Yeah. Okay. If you're to believe the media, so there you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you got any more pie in the sky predictions for the PS5 now that uh, we've got off that tangent? Yes. Uh, let's see. I don't know. Like, I just I don't know that there. I can't imagine there's going to be any exclusives. Um, I do. No, that that was stupid. That's not what I meant. Uh, there's no exclusives that jump to my mind right off the bat. So, no Uncharted, no Last of Us Part 2, um, no, oh God, what, no God of War 2, no Spider-Man 2. Well, I mean, they said they didn't want to redo... Uh, no, I'm talking, I'm talking specifically of the sequels. Horizon Zero Dawn 2, Spider-Man 2, God of War oh, 2. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Right, see now, now you, you got me back. Um, yeah. Yes, they'll do Spider-Man. I, they will absolutely do Spider-Man. I think, um, I think that's the only one that we we'll probably will see because I think, uh, being the fact that they've already spoken about how Spider-Man's running on the PS5, yeah. I, it wouldn't surprise me if they've already got a game ready to go. Yeah. Absolutely. I know. Uh, they, I know they had all the DLC, like City and Never Sleeps, and all that sort of thing. Well, uh, yeah. But, but DLC is, you know, if they've already got an engine there, yeah, which is working very well on the PS5, it doesn't take much to port that over. Right. So, and then with the additions of the extra, you know, processing power, the SSD, their load times go down, mm-hmm. uh, which is what they said. It says the city loads in 0.8 of a second and stuff like that. So, yeah. That's going to be interesting. I think they've already got a story in mind. 
and I'll put my prediction for Spider-Man 2 out on here. Mm-hmm. Two players. Ooh, okay. It's going to be a two-player. Oh, it could be a potentially like, two-player cooperative um, Spider-Man game with both Peter Parker and Miles Morales. And, oh, I was going to say maybe that or Spider-Gwen as well. Or that too. Yep. I could see all, all of those all being an option. Ooh, that would be good. Yeah. I can get on board with that. I think that's yeah. a good prediction. That's a yeah. safe prediction for me. Yeah. Absolutely. Because um, I, I've got an obscure one for you. Okay. A very obscure... I've got a very obscure one. I, but there is precedent for this one. Okay. I hate to get my hopes up, but I think uh-huh. I think it's time. I think it's coming back. I think it's coming back. Uh-huh. I still can't even fathom what you're, you're uh, alluding to, so... We are going to get a Capcom-developed fighting game... Oh. On the system, and it's going to be one of two things. Tekken. <laughs> no, we're not getting Tekken. Yes. No, because that would be developed by Bandai Namco, not Capcom. Ah, right. Okay. Not Tekken okay. Cross Street Fighter, the inevitable. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, the but... the now officially cancelled game that's mm-hmm. not that's not officially been cancelled, but we all know it's cancelled. Yeah. Um. No, I I wanted to make mention of potentially two or three series that I feel are ripe for a return. Uh, Because actually Capcom have recently been um, teasing a new game. Uh A new fighting game that could have potentially been revealed at EVO. Okay, wow. Which could now be pushed up to this particular announcement considering uh-huh. the capcom have a very good working relationship with sony because of yes, street do. fighter 5 mm-hmm. it's possible that sony could be co-funding this again right no it's not street fighter 6 <laughs> right i've got three in mind uh-huh. and i'll put my hat down on what i feel is the most likely at the end okay rival schools okay dark stalkers Oh, right. Of course. Yes. Or the synonymous, infamous, and should be official Marvel vs. Capcom 4. Mm. If they did Marvel vs. Capcom 4, completely supported and all that stuff, yep. I-, I think that would be, I think that would be a very, like, probably one of the top sellers of that year. Um, do, you, do you want to know what I think? Sure. It is Marvel. Mm. Do you want to know what I think more about it? Okay. Launch day. Oh. Launch day release. Right. That would be a great... Oh. Okay. From a marketing point of view, that would be an amazing first day uh, yep. launch well, release. Yep. Two Marvel, mm-hmm. ga- two Marvel games on the same day. Mm-hmm. Launching with Spider-Man and Marvel vs. Capcom. Yep. Oh my gosh. Marvel now food. being the, one of the biggest companies in the world with Disney's backing. Yep. Disney finally being behind all of this. Mm-hmm. Plus, we already know Disney and Sony have a agreement that they won't give details out about. That that was released last year. Yep. Um, holy crap, yes. Yes. 100%. Oh. 
Mm-hmm. I think we will see. I think we will see a Marvel versus Capcom at some point. Yeah, I do as well. And I think there is no better game to funk to showcase a a high fidelity frame rate, such mm-hmm. as a fighting game or a shooter. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be your two. Or a racing game. Oh, I forgot. Dead gum, I forgot racing. <laughs> yep. Because that's my I'm other. I'm so predi- bad at them. That's, that's my other safe prediction is GT7. I was gonna say. Sorry, Grand Gran Turismo. Turismo. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh god. Any others? I remember. Mm-hmm. But, well, I was just gonna say I remember getting Gran Turismo. I want to say four. It was either three or four. Yeah. And trying so hard to study the book to learn uh, about torque I, and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you a quick question on that? Sure. The manual. Yeah. Was it red? No, it was black with the red stripe. GT three A spec. Ah, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to. Sort of, I was like, yeah, I know which game you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I tried to study it. I just, I wasn't driving yet in real life, so. Yeah. Well, that was PS two, of course. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so everything was like, I just couldn't quite understand it, but I did love that the cars looked amazing. Oh uh, yeah. Sorry. And the uh, the scenes, the driving scenes, um, like the tracks and everything, mm-hmm. were just gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, but I do. I feel like I lost a lot on that game because I didn't understand the mechanics behind it. But Me too. she was beautiful. I, I mean, I still remember picking up the original GT uh, on the PlayStation she, One, and I barely wow. knew anything about cars back then. But I really yeah. enjoyed the game. It was like, right. but that was the thing. It's simulation driving, and I've never been the biggest fan of simulation driving. Um, yeah, I've preferred more arcadey races, which is why I love Forza mm-hmm. Horizon Four. Right. Like, oh, it's that got, makes- yeah. It's got a great blend of simulation, but also like really arcadey sort of feel. Like, and it's 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 a perfect blend, I think. But yeah, um, the reason why I went with the safe prediction of GT Seven because apparently a um, someone leaked out the logo to it uh, last week. Really? Yeah, and I then they that. they then had to backtrack on it. Oh, yeah. yeah but I mean, in, it's a the, staple. It is a staple of uh, Sony. It, it's a staple yeah. of PlayStation you say that (laughs) we've only only had one gt game on the ps4 right but but we had two on the ps3 but weirdly enough one of them wasn't a full game it was gt5 prologue right which was like we've been taking a long time to make this game so we're putting out a prologue to it and then the next game's coming like the full game's coming in a few years time I forgot about that. So is it possible? That was a weird, unprecedented thing at the time. It was. So is it possible that they could also do the same thing? They could have GT7 Prologue. Yeah. Yeah. Because as you said, there was only one released on the PS4. Yeah. Um, So I could see them. Yeah. I wonder like what their predicted life cycle is for the PS5. Uh, I five years. I'd probably go between five to seven years, which is the per- yeah. which is sounds about the norm for nowadays, unless they've got a, a mid console refresh again. Yeah, which I mean that wouldn't surprise me uh, at all. No, it wouldn't um, with me either. I mean, tech moves so fast, but I mean, it was crazy because PS3 and Xbox 360 were the longest game cycle that I've ever that I'm aware of. 
because um, it was like 10 years or something. It was ridiculous. Yeah, it was like 10 years. Well, the PS2's one is actually a lot longer than that. Is it really? 2001, and the last game that came out for it was 2014. Whew, wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow, okay, yeah, did not realize that, because I definitely moved on by then. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they wow, were still yeah. supporting repairs for the PS2 long long into the fact that the PS4 had come out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, yeah, I, I definitely like the five to seven year mark, because for two reasons. One, I don't like to buy anything brand new for various reasons. One, yeah. the cost is ridiculous. It but is. two, everything that comes out has bugs in it in the beginning, uh, even 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 nowadays, the consoles get released, and oh, you know, this thing we didn't predict was going to happen happens. So after the first year, you know, they release an upgraded version yeah. or whatever, and then they start dropping the price, and then yeah, then I'll in. pick up a used yeah, exactly. I pick up a used uh, used of a new release. You know, like I have a PS Pro, PS4 Pro. Yeah. Um. And I bought that used. Um, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, so I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's like I'll, I'll get the better machine, but only after it's been out for a while, and then I'll buy it for you know two or three hundred quid less than yeah I would have uh, on launch day. I've never bought anything on launch day, like uh, hardware. I, I can't even. I've never none of my iPhones or any of that stuff. I can't. I just, oh. I have. Oh, have you? Did you oh, uh, I could line and stuff. I could list every single one I've got day day one since oh, I've been gosh. an adult. Really? Oh yeah. Do you do the like line, standing in line stuff? Yeah, or? I, I love it. I've really. I I love launch days. Launch days are really? some of the most fun I've ever had in my life. We should talk about launch days on a show we, because... Yeah, I've got so many experiences. Yeah. I can go over one of them in particular. There was one particular highlight for the Wii, which, oh my God, oh my it was gosh. one of the funniest moments. Um, yes, we need to talk about these because... We will do. Uh, yeah, because I, to me, being asocial as I am, yep. the idea of standing in line for anything for a launch... Yep. It, it sounds like torture and, and total fear. <laughs> oh, oh, I get it. But like for me, as a sociable person, yeah, like exactly. you're, you're sitting there and you're corresponding with people who are all excited about that system. And you're all just... You're joined together by the by the unity of games and games consoles. That's really cool. It's I like awesome. that. It, it's awesome. So yeah, uh, let's just put that down as one of our future sure. topics. Shall I shall I go through all launches that I've been through? Yeah, go ahead and list them because I want to know. Xbox 360, Wii, wow. DS, 3DS, uh, Wii U, uh, and the PS4 and the Xbox One. I didn't, but Switch as well. Oh my gosh. Wow. Just to name a, f a few, but I've also done midnight launches for massive games, including Halo I, 3. Yeah, I was going to say, now, I, I'm not going to lie. I and say that I haven't been at midnight releases because I have, especially yeah. for Halo Three. Um, yeah, okay, and those were fun, but I'm so like, just give me my copy. I'm gonna go now. Can, can, I, <laughs> can I ask you a question about that? Because I sure. heard a very interesting story on a YouTuber called Camelot Three Three One who used to work for GameStop. Yes. Funnily enough, he's in your. It was in your neck of the woods. Oh dear. <laughs> did, did you go to the uh, GameStop launch of Halo 3? 
did, I did. And if they yeah. did, did they have a tournament going? <laughs> no, not on that one. Oh, uh, you, I was going to say it would have been that you might have gone to his store. <laughs> <laughs> no. That would, uh, oh, that would have been so good if that was actually real. That's funny. Oh. Um. Anyway, no. we, we've got away yeah. from that a little bit. I know, that's just Should, our usual. I know. Shall we... Um, uh, we'll talk a couple more games that we want to potentially yeah. see. So yeah, you, go, you go next. Um, I would love to see, and I do hope it happens within the next few years, I would like to see a God of War Oh, two. yeah. I don't know what they'd call it, but well, can I, I guess where the boy grows up. <laughs> yeah, can I already tell but, you that uh, Corey Barlog has pretty much already confirmed its existence? I... I have uh, seen uh, things alluding to that, um, so I know it's kind of almost yeah. a given. Yeah, but it's kind I, of like I, the one same. of those. Go on. I want to, yeah. Well, it's a believe it when I see it type thing. Yeah, you know, I get like that. I want it to happen. Um, God, it's such a good game, and yeah, it really deserved Game of the Year that oh, year. Absolutely, and I, it was my I, Game of the Year that year, and I absolutely yeah. hated God of War before <laughs> that. Really? I couldn't. I couldn't stand the franchise. I thought it was. I, I thought it was just a DMC clone. Well, uh, I, I yeah, I could see. I could. I could see that. I could see that. Um, but it had some of the most impressive things at the time that yeah, I are get now that. just a staple. Um, but uh, yeah, it beat out Red Dead Redemption Two for Game of the Year. Yeah, I mean, Red Dead Redemption Two took the vast majority of awards from the Game Awards that year, and like the BAFTAs and all that sort of thing. Oh yeah. But God of War was the game of the year, and yeah, it, that was quite a shock. It, it was. It's just. It's just stunning. It just is. From beginning yeah like ah. it, was, it was one of those games that i played and i went is this gonna end anytime soon like, <laughs> like it kept having these moments that you thought oh yeah i'm getting close to the end and then it would yeah, keep going yeah. but it wasn't in a bad way it was like no oh cool i've got more of this yes yeah. you know especially i don't want to give away a spoiler later on in game for later on in the game but where you go back yeah. to his house yeah. And it's like, oh man, this That's is so cool. So and I'm not even a God of War fan, but this is freaking cool. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, yeah. I hope so. I, yeah. I, I, that's what I'm looking forward to. Mm. Um, if I do get a PlayStation, I say if, uh, chances are I probably am going to. I probably um, will. As much as I say that I won't. Yeah. I, I mean, will. we are gamers. <laughs> that's just. That's just how it is, you know, and especially, I mean, they've got us over a barrel with exclusives and they know yeah, that. Exactly. And that's what you know? lets me down is knowing that one day on the PS5, Final Fantasy Remake Part 2 is going to come out first on yeah. it. Exactly. Um, yeah, it would be interesting if uh, if uh, Bethesda gets their act together and does a decent Fallout. Sure. <laughs> I'd be uh, happy about that. Uh, and yeah, um, uh, Todd Howard will start. Will, will, uh, no, I'm not even going to go with that bad joke. <laughs> well, basically, the day that Bethesda put out a decent Fallout game is the day that the Earth like explodes. Yes, that we experience a real Fallout. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, because bugs are features. Yes, Bethesda, redeem yourself. Yeah, they need to redeem themselves because all the stuff that they've done with freaking Doom Eternal mm -hmm. on the PC has been awful as well. Yeah, yeah. All the de novo anti-cheat crap. I know. I, I, mm. Yeah, it's just Bethesda being Bethesda again and it's just the weird stuff. 
They but. need to release New Vegas Cowards <laughs> remastered. <laughs> release old, it, the, cowards. The good old you, you release it, you cowards meme. Got yeah. love it. I love it. Exactly. I have to bring back old memes. I love them. There. Well, I, I keep doing it every time I mention Scott Pilgrim <laughs> versus the world. I'm like Ubisoft, <laughs> bring back Scott Pilgrim, you cowards. Yep, exactly. And, he, and exactly. I got hope, as you heard last week, I got some yep. hope. Yes, <laughs> there's a strange kind of hope. Okay. Oh, that would be good. But yes, any more for you? Yes. Mm-hmm. i got a big one. Okay. Well, there's been a lot of rumblings about a particular uh, port-heavy studio uh, dealing mm-hmm. with uh, their next big project. Right. And it's apparently one of their biggest projects yet. Right. Uh, they are notorious for uh, remastering certain games. Mm-hmm. They're called Blue Point Games. Right. Okay. Uh, that they, sounds familiar. They are mo- they are most synonymous for putting out the ports for Metal Gear Solid HD oh, Collection. Oh, right. Yes. So you might think this oh, is going yeah. exactly where you think it's going. It's not. Oh. Okay. <laughs> no, it's not Metal Gear Solid One Remake. Okay. Because a lot of people have asked for it. A lot of people, yeah. I don't think Konami would be on board. And considering that most of the assets were already used by Silicon Knights and they're now defunct, um, they already had the Twin Snakes. So I think that Nintendo have some sort of partnership in that remake. So it's probably not going to happen. Yeah. But that Mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily mean that they can't tackle another big franchise that was a PS3 exclusive. But... Uh Uh-huh. now that the series has gained notoriety on other platforms, could be uh-huh. the time to see it running exclusively on the PS5 with a timed exclusive. Okay. I cannot guess. I, you keep setting these up, and I'm so used to guessing things. Right? Demon Souls. And, uh, which one? Demon Souls. Oh, wow. Yeah. Ooh, that would be good. Wow, that was a pull from left field. No, uh, there's a lot of people talking about the potential for a Demon Souls remake. Yeah, I, I, I think it's time. I think it's time for sure. Yeah, because what I heard about Demon Souls is apparently it was level based, so it was mm-hmm. all it wasn't an interconnected world. So I think that could right. very much uh, appeal to the Dark Souls fans because yep. it is technically cannot. It is, con- yeah. Uh, canonically, sorry, I was having yeah. a struggle. Uh, the first <laughs> in the game in the series. It is, yeah. So having them remaster it as an open world game like souls and bloodborne mm-hmm. i think it would work yeah. perfectly. and blue point are a great right. great studio to work on a game like that that would be very yeah i could see that that would be good that would be a very good one um i did see some rumblings about possibly doing a uh remaster of i believe it is a squeenix game i had it um parasite eve yes yes um I actually, weirdly, here's the thing about Parasite Eve. Mm-hmm. It was a beautiful game. Yeah, I've heard great things. The gameplay was awful. Oh. Take Resident Evil's camera Yep. and tank controls and put them in a Final Fantasy game. And that's what you get. It was, the control was awful. But I loved the game and I kept trying to push through and, yeah. and everything. I never completed it because I just couldn't with that okay. camera. So you, so um, you so think I, that could I, get the remake treatment? I would like to see it get the remake treatment for sure. I would pick that up because there was so much potential there. The storyline is good. Uh, 
I mean, at the time it was beautiful, so I can imagine now it would be stunning. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would like to see that. Okay. Brought out, yeah, for sure. Fine, because I'm going to throw another one out here, and this might. I think precedent has already been set from this because of state of play. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to mirror any other YouTubers, to be honest, on this one, because this one has also come out, but I think this one's got a shot. Mm-hmm. We know Capcom work very closely with uh, with Sony, and you know right. when we see how they had Resident Evil 3 remakes uh, announcement yes. via state of play? Yes. And how they like to remake games? Mm-hmm. There's one that people have been asking for for a very long time. And it could very much do very well under the remake treatment. Mm-hmm. Especially if they were to use that beautiful RE engine. Dino Crisis. Mm-hmm. Oh, Dino Crisis. Wow, yes. Ooh, yes. Needs to be done, 100%. Yes, guys, come on. You gotta do it. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, yeah, yeah cause, uh, like, it. that was the thing about it is that Dino Crisis was Resident Evil for dinosaurs so it was be, yeah. it would work perfectly on that RE engine yes you yes. Know, the uh, over the shoulder camera like Resident yeah. Evil 4 and Remake just oh my god that would be perfect can you imagine it would be beautiful it would be stunning it would be yeah. I keep saying stunning but I can't help it and it would be horrifying it would be horrifying yeah that's what I mean yeah it would be great for that <laughs> Yes. Ah, oh, yeah. Ah, oh, that would be good. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Shall we throw one more prediction out there each? Yeah, because we're hitting our our mark. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Go on. So you oh, first. Oh, uh, me first. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. This is silly. It's not. I think it was a PlayStation exclusive in the day, but it isn't now. Okay. Obviously. Um. I would like to see. A remastered version of GTA Vice City. Oh, okay. So what? GTA Vice City in Five's uh, engine, basically. Yes. yes. Oh, that would be cool. Wouldn't it? But a lot of people don't want it touched because they feel like uh, the polygonal graphics, you know, are like of its time, and it kind of fits the '80s theme, and it's it, blah blah blah. No, I want, I no. want to see it. No, imagine like what oh, they could do with the neon lighting and this oh, crazy stuff oh, yeah. they could do with that SSD as well. Oh, oh yeah. man! See, wouldn't it be amazing? Yes, oh, my I agree. God. I absolutely agree. Like, I think there that is a game that is ripe for the uh, the remastering treatment. I'm really surprised that there hasn't been more about it uh, because everyone loves that game. I don't know anyone, you know, at least in our generation, our age, I don't know anyone, and we're talking about non-gamers, who doesn't love that game. Oh, of course. Yeah. I think the only thing that lets it down is licensing, is the soundtrack. Oh, that's the ah, only thing it could be the and problem. And you cannot, you cannot release that without that beautiful soundtrack. You can't. No. Because uh, the soundtrack is what made it, you know? Exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, that would yeah. be so cool. I hate to dash your hopes there, but that's the only thing that lets it down for me. Uh, yeah, unless Sony owns lots of those musics. Um, Ooh, that's a good point, actually. Yeah. I wonder about that. How many of mm-hmm. it is still owned by Sony BMG? Yeah. <sighs> Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I might have to look mm-hmm. into that. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, it's such a good game. I'm going to have to replay it. Yeah. <laughs> I have it on the computer, so. Brilliant. But, um, but yes, yeah, so what is your last reveal? 
that you would like to see. Now, I don't know necessarily if this is going to be a PlayStation exclusive, but I think one could get shown. And mm-hmm. this is based mainly, very solely, mm-hmm. on Sega. Right, okay. In a big way, this is going to be Sega's oh. Sega's they're working with Nintendo right now. They are, yes. Mm-hmm. But they work with everyone. Remember? Well, yeah. You know, they put games yeah. out on every console. That's true. So, there's been rumblings about uh, a lot of stuff to do with Sega recently. Mm-hmm. But, do you happen to remember that it was supposed to be an announcement every single month from Sega this year? Yes, that's, that's right. been put to the back burner because of COVID. Yeah, there is a bird in your room, apparently. <laughs> no, it's a crow on my roof. It's annoying. Go away! <laughs> Just wanted to let the, the listeners know that you uh, didn't have a, a Nevermore visitor. <laughs> Quaff the raven. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> Nevermore. <laughs> no, um, yeah, that's annoying. The special guest, Crow. <laughs> well, that comes back to Resident yeah. Evil. Yeah. <laughs> Go yeah, away, Crow. Go yeah, away. To Crow for comment. <laughs> oh, God. Exclusive guest. But anyway, yes, continue on. Continue on. No, that is distracting me now. That's the worst part. <laughs> <laughs> so, we... Oh, go away. Um... <laughs> you have to put in the show notes that we had a special guest. <laughs> no, oh, I'm gonna. Don't worry about that. Um, oh, I, I can't stop laughing at every time. It, shut up. <laughs> See, I've lost my mind. I'm shouting at a crow right now. Oh, there he is again. Um, <laughs> oh, so anyway, the announcement was gonna be Sonic. <laughs> oh! The announcement's going to be the new 3D Sonic game. You really? Okay, you think? Okay. Thank you, Mr. Crow, for ruining my my way of getting up to that. <laughs> and it just uh, said you're welcome. Clearly, yeah, just, exactly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, okay, you really think that we're just going to go right straight through? So, Sonic, though, on the PlayStation, you think that that is like you think? Doesn't Nintendo part own the IP? No. Really? Okay. No, no I just they don't. No, they had a license to be able to work on certain games, which is why they got um, Sonic and the Secret Ring, Sonic and the Black Knight right. on uh, the Wii. Yes. Okay. So that's what I was thinking. But um, No, because okay. if you know that wow. Sonic, Sonic 06 came out on all consoles, Sonic Mania came out across all consoles, uh, Sonic Hero, uh, sorry, Sonic Forces was across all as well. Ah, well, dumb question here, but who was the distributor of uh, the Sonic movie? Who was the studio? Is that Fox? Paramount. Paramount. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I could... It would be a moneymaker. It would be a huge moneymaker. Yeah. I would like to see it happen. Uh, I'm hesitant on it because... Uh, I don't know. I I think that could do it. I think that could be a good moneymaker if they did it right. If they if they did it right, mm. uh, and if they did it with a to coincide with the release of the movie. Yep. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm I've, really. Mm-hmm. I think so, but I'm gonna throw yeah. something a little more obscure out there for this though. Right. Okay. This isn't gonna be a brand new. Well, it's gonna be a brand new 3D Sonic game, but we're all. I think we'll get two announcements. Mm-hmm. We'll get the brand the brand new 3D Sonic, but we're also mm-hmm. we'll get Sonic Mania too. Ooh. Oh wow. Okay. Now that people would go nuts for. Yeah. I think Absolutely. They'll, I think they'll preface the Sonic Mania 2 announcement. They'll do that first, and then they'll go, ooh, mm-hmm. we've got something big for you 3D Sonic fans, and where right. most people are going to shut out, are going to yeah. pluck out and go, nope, not interested. Yep. Yeah, Sonic Adventure 3. Ooh. I think they're finally going to live up to the meme. They're going to actually uh, do it. That... That could be, oh we are we are entering some territory that has some potential there. Mm, they've they've teased it as well, which is one of the weird things is that they're teasing new 3D Sonic games, and I think they could go back to it because when when did it come out? When was it 99? Oh, uh, yeah, we're going. Yeah, it would be way which back. Which would have been yeah. 20 years last year. Yeah. Since he came out. Oh golly. Yeah, so I think they're going to come back with it. Oh, that. I bet. You know, it would be good. Okay. I think you're onto something. And I think that. Uh, I think if they did a collection first. Oh, jeez. Yep. I think you're right. Yeah. I absolutely yeah. do. The. Yeah. Uh, what? The. Like. Like the Gems collection you yes, did back it, in the it, day. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So Sonic uh, Adventure 1 and 2 mm-hmm, with. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Uh, Bundled with. They'll yeah. leave Sonic 06 out of it, of course. Yeah. But they'll probably include Unleashed and a few others. I wonder if they'd remaster 06 and see what happened. No, because some, funnily enough, somebody on a YouTube video actually did say it as a joke because it would utilise oh. how the SSD would work with no load times. Right! Oh my gosh. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Yeah, because that game was oh. notorious for having one of the worst load times on the 360 PS3 era. Yep, yep. And be oh, a glitchy gosh. mess, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. So. Cool discussion. That was, that was our our list of news stories. <laughs> yes, it went long, but we like discourse. Yeah, but we do. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of ideas we had to share. So. Yeah. We'll do a very, very like not even kidding you. Next segment is going to be super quick. Okay. Um, because really what it is, it's our, uh, two minute segment that we call you got this, which has temporarily been rebranded as we got this. Um, yeah, I think uh, it should be like permanently like permanently. Okay. So we're going to permanently rebrand it to, we got this, um, mm-hmm. because we are, are we're all in this together, no matter what, even, yeah. even after COVID passes, we're all into this just life. Exactly. Together. And that's why I think it should be rebranded. Com- yeah. Like- because it's we'll not just about us, it. it's about all mm-hmm. of us as a collective community, as yeah. the human race. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, let's rebrand it. We're now we got this. Um, but really what it is, is this week, instead of, well, it, it kind of goes along with the name change, I guess, because um, usually I talk about how you need to take two minutes uh, or more mm-hmm. uh, to kind of have a mindfulness moment to focus on yourself and you know yep. all that kind of stuff this is gonna be a little bit different uh this week it you need to remember to check up 
on your friends. Yes. I check up on all your friends first and foremost, but some of your more quiet friends oh yeah are the ones that have a lot of stuff going on um that they won't necessarily talk about because they don't want to bother people yeah um usually you're more loud and flashy kind of drama kings and queens uh their problems are just as legitimate absolutely uh but they've usually got a pretty strong support team around them yeah exactly which is why they feel so free to to you know talk so openly yeah your friends that go silent that's the ones you don't worry about yeah yeah just a little check on them um (laughs) i know that i i tend to not be so great at the social uh talking stuff (laughs) Um, uh the two-way communications i have issues with that oh yeah Um, yeah so you probably got some friends out there that are the same but just because they don't reply right away or whatever doesn't mean that they haven't read it or it hasn't sunk into them. Like if you say, hey, how are you today? Um, sometimes just being asked that, I know for myself, that can go a really long way. Like it stays with me the full week. Like somebody actually wanted to know what I was up to? That never happens because yeah. I'm so quiet in real life. Um, yep. Yep. It's just hard to believe, I know, but just take my word for it. <laughs> well, yeah, I can I can tell you from experience that I sent a message to you earlier like earlier on yeah. in you know, this week and you didn't yeah. get back to it straight away, but then because I was having a yeah. bit of a rough week, mm-hmm. we spoke for a little bit and it was it was yeah. super helpful. But then yeah. it came to later on in the week and obviously all the stuff that was happening over overseas, yeah. you know, that yeah. really got to you. I I sent you a message and didn't get back to me straight away, but you just said, oh, I'm just going to be a babbling, you know, mess if we talk yeah. and all of that. And I just went, okay, well, I'm here if you need me. Just, yep. you know, just give me a message exactly. if you want. And I'm sure that probably went a long way. I was going to say, just knowing that, you know, someone could be there if you needed them. Yeah. It goes a long way for us quiet folks. Um, mm. And so... Yeah, don't I, I, I? A lot of problems. Like I have a, a my family are all actors, actresses, performers, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so for a large part of them, they're all what you would call extroverts. Yeah. Uh, they love interacting with people. They love talking. They're very bombastic, very loud, uh, a little intimidating to me, but hey. Uh, <laughs> but um, so when they. Re- reach out to me they'll be like you know oh you know how are you today or whatever and if i don't talk right away they assume the worst yeah so what i'm trying to say is that if you do have a quiet friend don't always assume the worst they're not necessarily upset with you it may have nothing to do with you i know for me it takes a lot of mental energy to reply yeah um and my my inboxes on everything are full. Uh, they're full to the brim because I, I do a lot of things. I, I'm a I'm into a lot of different uh, communities, um, and uh, so I get lots of uh, messages. Um, but I can't always reply. But I'll tell you this: if I if I see a message and it says, "I hope you're having a great day," that like it just stays with me for like a good solid week or so and it's just like wow i yeah. you know everything was sucking but that's kind of cool yeah 
So just because people are quiet, it doesn't mean that they're not touched. Um, mm. It just could be some people are a little bit more difficult expressing their inner worlds. Of course. Um, but definitely check on them. Uh, check on your quiet friends. <laughs> check on check on your loud friends too, because they might check be on like, your loud they, they might be hiding something like un <laughs> under that bravado too. That's very true. Abs just check on all your friends. Yeah, just <laughs> just check on everyone. Don't doesn't matter who they are. Just check on your enemies. Just check them all. <laughs> nah, screw your enemies. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. We're yeah. all human. We all deserve someone yeah. to check up on us. And Absolutely. who knows? Even even asking an enemy if they're okay might turn yeah. an enemy into a friend. Oh, definitely. Um, and I will say that also, I know I bring it up all the time, but it's just such a big component of my life. Being that I am autistic, I do have communication problems. Um, people will uh, say that they, they, they feel a lot of my silence or whatever is almost a judgment on them or I'm being a snob or I'm, you know, all this kind of thing. And then they'll have this dislike of me. And then I will have a conversation with them, just a normal average conversation. Yeah. And 99% of the time I get, oh, you're nothing like I thought you were, <laughs> you know, because yeah. there, there's just this idea that, you know, by, by not being a very talkative or effusive person, you know, that I, I'm, I don't know, snobby. Um, but having a conversation clears that away if that makes sense so yeah i mean we're we're saying we're laughing and we're joking but check on everybody yeah. you, you might be surprised to find out and sometimes people i'm not excusing abuse ever so no. never mistake my words i am not talking about abusive people they're in a completely different section but sometimes people have bad times and they snap at you and it has nothing to do with you yeah um and then, you know, you find out later, you know, oh, they had a really bad day. And then you talk and then it's okay. Yeah. So, yes, tongue in cheek, check on your enemies. But really and truly, just just check on your circle. Make sure your yeah. circle's okay. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And remember, as always, now and forevermore, we got this. Good. Good rebrand. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. But that means we get to move on to listener questions. Hey! I've got some questions we again this week. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, we got two questions this week, uh, yes. both from previous guests. Yes. Wicked. Yeah. So That's we'll tackle uh, we'll tackle Jennifer at Lady Sugar Cubes one first. <laughs> so, considering the many games on every system, how many hours do you endure before giving up on a game when the first impression doesn't hold up? That's so good. I love this question. That's a good question. Um. Okay, so, uh-huh. I was going to say, do you mind if I take this first? Yeah, you go for it. Absolutely. Yeah. I would have to say that a lot of this will actually depend on the type of game I'm playing. Right. Uh, I have a lot of... I don't play a lot of RPGs, but I have a little bit more forgiveness when it comes to RPGs. I will give mm -hmm. them about 10 hours. Because right, okay. the overall That's experience fair. is at least, you know, 60-odd hours. So I would say mm -hmm. it's probably like a fifth to a sixth of the game. Yeah. Uh, if if something doesn't a appeal to me after 10 hours, then I think uh, 60 hours is just going to be a slog. Right. Now, if it's a, if it's a game that's relatively short, uh, say a platformer, could mm -hmm. be the first world or the first couple of levels. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because that that pretty does set, pretty much sets the tone for the the yeah. rest of the game if it's a platformer. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically yeah. The, intro- the the first world is always an introduction world. Yeah. If you're not gelling with it, then then you're probably yeah. not going to enjoy the vast majority of it, unless the rest of the game does something incredibly drastically different from that first world. Right. Which doesn't right. generally you, tend to happen. Not with platformers. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely think it's it's subjective. More like with a lot of things, mm-hmm. you know, it's down to the certain type of game that you're playing. For me, absolutely. Uh, I second that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, because I've had to review games that I don't like. <laughs> oh, we all have. Yes, I. I will be playing certain games. Um, I want to say Dark uh, Dark Siders would be my most recent wow. disliked game that I yeah I know three now I'm talking about three yeah I've heard uh, it's not the best to be fair it's not uh, especially in the full series but uh, comparatively so I knew pretty quick off the bat that I wasn't going to enjoy it sure uh, but I didn't want to make myself not enjoy it okay. Uh, but I forced myself to play it because when I review a game, I do like to go all the way through the end. Sure. Uh, so I played the whole thing, but I will tell you, it was probably a good 25-hour campaign, 25 or 30, because it was a full, full, full game. Oh, it's um, a fair campaign, AAA, at least. Full, yeah, exactly. Um, but I would get so angry at just the system itself, the game mechanics, that I yeah. would have to walk away and I would have to spend a day or two away from it. That's really worrying that you have to do that. Yeah, I had to. Um, yeah, because I, I just got frustrated because they have they had they were trying to achieve something they weren't quite capable of. So they had a lot of the weapons wheel was almost like two layers deep. Oh my uh, god! Which um, I've already said yeah. I'm not a fan of weapons wheels. Uh, there was a spell on each, like every single. Uh, the d-pad and the triggers and and i was like and they were elemental based and then the game itself was puzzle based so you had to match the right spell with the right puzzle and then you could switch in between you know and it was just it Mm. was and i just was frustrated um now if it was just me playing a game not having to review it, not forcing myself to go through it. I know pretty quick if I like something or not. Uh, yeah, yeah. You... I don't even... I think about an hour into it, I'd know. I think so as yeah. well. Like, I, I mean, uh, I'll use a recent example. as a Final Fantasy VII remake. I, I was mm-hmm. very sceptical going into that yeah. game. Uh, it was when I played the two demos. It's when it cemented mm-hmm. it for me. And that's a, uh, the first probably less than an hour of a game. And I went, I'm in. Yeah. Yep. You know, and yep. I think demos are good for that because actually, I, uh, I, I want to put a recommendation out here on the other day based on a conversation I did have with Jennifer. We right, uh, we were chatting the other day and we had a really weird thing where we were looking through some of the terrible eShop games uh-huh. uh, that were on, on deal and it was really funny to be fair. <laughs> but I managed to stumble across an absolute gem. Mm-hmm. It's called, uh, I believe it was called Awesome P2. Right. Okay. Like, not not like pee like we yourself like like the food <laughs> the food group. Right. Okay. But it's basically a uh, a Game Boy inspired. Uh, oh, cool. Bl- uh, green scaled platformer. It was right. like a collector font. It's so much fun. 
and I would never have known about it had it not been for downloading a demo of it. Oh, that's great. Yeah, well, we, we did mention, I believe it was when we had Daryl on, that um, it would be nice to have demos back. Yeah. You know, and like in the old days. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. And it's great, you know. So yeah. I managed to download this demo and I literally messaged her the day later and I went, so Awesome P2 was actually pretty good. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's awesome. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, okay. So. Cool. So next we'll, question. We'll go to the next question, which is um, mm-hmm. my redemption arc, hopefully, <laughs> because this comes to us from fr- at Fraser Esports, uh, Mr. James Fraser Morrison. Yeah. Nailed it. Right. Yes, <laughs> I believe. But then I'm going to get a message from him saying, "No, you didn't." <laughs> I think I'm getting blocked now because I think he did say something about that, didn't he? Oh yeah, yeah, probably, probably. <laughs> okay, he wants to know. Best narrative in a story-driven game? Oh, you know, we've said it so many times. We are both narrative-driven oh, yeah. game fans. Um, so hard. Yeah. It's so hard. It's so hard because there's just so many good ones out there. I am going to go with my old standbys. I know I'm predictable, guys. I really do. But I like I what I like. I can't help it. Um, Halo free. I was going to say, well, the whole Halo series. Um, <laughs> a lot of people, okay, I, I'll be honest. When I very first played the original Halo, I didn't care about the story. That wasn't why I was playing it. And it wasn't featured very heavily in it. No. Um, Halo 2 is where they really started to build a narrative. Apart from finishing the fight. Yeah. And then, um, oh, yeah. And then Halo 3 just bam knocked out of the park for me story-wise and it became i would say in about the halo 2 the halo franchise became a narrative driven game it did um and i love it and it makes me happy and i love it (laughs) okay do you think that some of that was based on the decision to turn certain stories from the halo universe into novels it was why Bungie uh, then did, decided to change the direction of how, what Halo was. Um, I definitely think... I don't know exactly what happened to make Halo 2 so different from the first Halo. I don't know what spurred that on, because it's still Bungie. It's yeah. still Microsoft. Yeah. Um, the novels came started to come out, and the graphic novels uh, started to come out in between 2 and 3. Oh, And right, then they okay. really, really hit hard after 3. Yeah. Um, the novels aren't the best written things in the world, but they do add to the lore, which, as I've stated before, yeah. is my thing. Cool. Oh, love game lore. Um, and there's just a whole fleshed out universe, and it's just, and then the you, you know the stories of John and and Cortana and who she's based on, and ah, yeah. uh, oh, it's just it's just so amazing. I, I love it. Um, and then of course my usual standby. I'm sorry, but I do love the narrative of uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. Fine. Yeah, that's fair I enough. Yeah. I, I know you're a big fan of that game, and I think I think once you go back and play it after two years away, it might change your want... approach. Yeah, yeah. But I think I one really of, am curious. Uh, admittedly, that was the only thing that had me wanting to go back to it was the mm-hmm. narrative because I'd heard so many great things about it. Right. But it's just the gameplay I can't get through. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I've answered Jennifer's question again. It took <laughs> me uh, four hours for that one. 
Yeah. Well, there you go. If I mean, that. you know, you you know, you know. Yeah, I uh, knew. Like I, when I first played it, I was like, oh, I really like this. I really like this. And then it got to like halfway through chapter two, and I went, No, maybe I was just fooling myself into thinking I really like this. Yeah. Yeah, and then when it came to chapter three, and I got to a particular mission, and I just went. <sighs> Yeah, no, I'm out. I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So I have two. Okay. And I know that's kind of uh, that's not really right in the question because it says best. Yeah. And you can't have two best. Best down or two. No. But yeah. But I have my reasons, and I'm going to explain. One of them is yeah. a triple A game, and one of them is mm-hmm. an indie game. Oh, okay. So my 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 choice for best narrative in a triple A game, and one that hit home for me the most. We've already mentioned it on this show, God of War. Right, yes, okay, yes, Every, absolutely. Well, the most recent God of War, at least, 2018's yeah, God of War. The yeah. you know, the personal story of Kratos and Atreus, mm-hmm. you know, it felt very personal in that respect so because, good. you know, how Corey Barlog said mm-hmm. all throughout that he'd become a father, his yeah. whole worldview had completely changed from when he made the first three God of War games. Um, and he, you know, he wanted to write a story that was for his kids, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, how yeah. much does your dad love you? This much to make a whole game about you. That's so cool. That's what that's what I love about it. It's fantastic. Oh yeah. So I I, I love I love the narrative decisions that they made in that game to make him, mm-hmm. you know, Kratos such a hard ass, but he's clearly yeah. trying to teach him a lesson. You know yeah. that not that the world is unforgiving and it's mm-hmm. it's horrible and it's this and it's that, but with a bit of strength and a bit of persistence, you can get through this. Yeah, and it's it's grand. It's an epic story. Epic. Yeah, and absolutely. I, I don't use yeah. that very very lightly. Either, that <laughs> word. Right. <sighs> now, best indie game narrative. Mm-hmm. Game of the decade. Oh, Undertale. of course. Yes. Undertale is a superb, superb yeah. story really about is. how everyone is all the same. It's so good. About- and also it's about how not second-guessing people's motivations yeah. and family. and we're, we're, yeah, Family, friends, togetherness, friendship. Prejudging yeah. people. Freedom. Oh, so many lessons. Yeah. Ah. Love. Determination. (laughs) Because it fills me with determination that we can get through this. Oh, it's so good. So good. I I know there are obvious answers, but they are they're they're ones that hit me the most, especially with Mm -hmm. Undertale. That was that was the narrative game that really had me thinking for months on end. Not just the music, but all the visuals, but the story alone as well. Um, like oh god i can't i can't even get through the first section without sort of being a little bit like (laughs) (laughs) see that's that's the thing it just really it took what we thought we knew about games and flipped it and i love that love that can i give you another recommendation if you can find it okay because this is the elusive one the very Uh elusive one that nobody has really played outside of japan but there is a right? fan translation out there, and my god, oh my god, this is one of the only games in history to ever make me tear up. Oh, okay. Mother Free. That's what I've heard. Oh it's my god. Beautiful. People. Oh my god, I was in bits yeah. at the end of that game. 
in oh, bits. I'd like to play that. People are absolute. That community is just huge, dedicated, loyal fans. Mm. I don't. Um, I don't think I've laughed behind tears basically because there's so oh, many oh, funny moments favorite. that are so heartbreaking as well. It's like, oh my god. I love <sighs> what. I'm going to affectionately call a dramedy because I don't know what else to call it. That sounds but I love perfect. It. Yeah, well, I like it when it's like this really serious drama moment and then bam, hilarious, and it's, then back to It's so drama. good, isn't it? I love that. There is a, That's a good high. I like that. Mm. I like it when that happens. Yeah, because it takes you from the lowest <laughs> yeah. lows to the highest exactly, highs. And it's so exactly. weird. Love it. Absolutely love it. That's why I love Deadpool. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> yes oh that is our last listener question i know that's um, why i said moving on yeah i just kind of blanked <laughs> out there for a moment um see what y'all don't know is i had to leave in the middle for a uh bathroom break because i had four cups of tea um and two of those are green tea and that just goes oh it's yeah it's ridiculous diuretic i believe but um so as I try to get my focus back on track, um, we do very much thank you every week stopping by. You don't have to give us a listen, and you do, um, and we appreciate that just so much. Um, and because we don't advertise, I say it every week, but anytime you give us a like or a share or feedback or uh, a review or stars or whatever, uh, it means absolutely everything. Um because we do this, we do this out of a motivation to make people happy, to bring you entertainment, to uh, bring you content, which sounds so generic, but I didn't have another word for it. Yeah, so. and, and to piss off those fake journalists as well. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, we're both very passionate members of the gaming community, and uh, that's just how that goes, you know. Um, but... Thanks for stopping by, and if you want to look out at this week's reviews, uh, which I do encourage you to do, uh, you can find it at our current reviews at www.rapidreviewsuk.com. You can also follow us on Le Twitter, um, which is at Rapid Reviews UK, or the podcast exclusive Twitter, which is at RR Radio Pod. Yep. Eventually, we're going to get some stuff up on our new Twitch channel. It's just yeah. it's been kind of coming at us pretty fast right now with the I know things un things easing. Uh, like I said, Northern Ireland is still in lockdown and will be yeah. for the rest of the year. So things are just crazy. Um, but yep, I'd still bookmark it. Twitch TV slash RR Radio Pod. Yes, yeah, the same as the Twitter. Yes, and. Of course, if you well, and we do have a Facebook page, which is Rapid Reviews UK at Facebook on Facebook. Yeah. Um, if you want to drop us a line, uh, send us a thing, a feedback, an story email. ideas, topic ideas. Yeah, you can send it in an email to podcast at rapidreviewsuk.com. dot com. Mm-hmm. And then, if you wish to follow, follow, follow wow, Fol- that was follow, text. Oh follow, my god, follow. I went pure text in there. That is crazy. I was sitting here trying not to do that, and I just fell right into it. So good. I want to follow her. <laughs> you follow her to spell her. Spell her name. Uh, where could they find you to give you a follower? 
Uh, well, yeah, they can bother me. <laughs> can't you can follow or holler. I don't know. <laughs> um, you can you can do that at Pete Beckett one on Twitter, where I post my uh, my terrible. I wouldn't say terrible opinion. My opinion of uh, yeah. video games and other things. But yeah. what about you? And then I'm at Kylie to greet K L A Y T H G R E E T, where I post about having the autisms. <laughs> <laughs> And every and, and every week it still sounds so weird that you say it like that. Yeah, I just I like talk to, about I the like autisms. To, to autisms. Um, <laughs> yeah, I um, I joke about it quite a lot with my friends. Yeah, uh, we have a good time about it. But um, yeah, I mean, eventually I will tweet about games again. It's just right now it's the biggest part of my life uh, yeah. as it goes. Yep. Um, and it's a big community. Uh. So, yeah, it's fun. It's fun to see the point of view of different people. I like it. It is. It's very interesting. Yeah. I, like I said in the past, I've learned a lot about it through you. I'm actually really glad to hear that because um, that's that's kind of what I'm trying to do. Um, especially, at, uh, I, I do the same thing on Facebook, and you're welcome to follow me on Facebook. It's exactly, almost nearly identical to my Twitter feed. So, okay. <laughs> uh, But uh, I have a lot of... Um, parents that follow me that have children that are I'm, I'm using the the medical terms here so please do not get offended uh high functioning autism uh asperger's or autism spectrum disorder a lot of people don't like it being separated into high functioning versus mid versus low yeah. but that is the terminology that's used right now so i'm just using the terminology okay. that has been handed to me um and it helps them understand their children more. Um, I love that. I like that a lot. Yeah. So, yeah, you're welcome to follow along for that. Um, but as always, I say it all the time. I say it and I repeat myself, but I can't help it. I really, really appreciate, or we really appreciate you guys listening to us. Um, it just warms yeah. our otherwise well, icy hearts. So. You, you mentioned it right first. You really appreciate it. I couldn't care less. No, I'm joking. Uh, yeah, I'm right. joking. Yeah, I always appreciate the listens every yeah. week and the comments and the and the shares and all of that. It's it, yeah. it's nice to know that you guys support us in some way. Yeah, and it kind of spurs us on to do bigger and better things with no. this show, which is what we're going to be bringing you um, in the it, next few weeks. It kind of does with me, but my it, what spurns me on is my hatred of James journalists Jern- now. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> um, but, yes, that's going to wrap it up for us. I know we went a little long this week, Bar- but that's all right. Barring one thing. Well, of course. Uh, <laughs> why don't you hit us with a game fact? Is it obvious I've been playing Tetris again? It's obvious to me because I hear it in the background when we talk. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> Did you know that studies have shown that playing Tetris can curb sex, food, and drug cravings? Yeah, I guess so, because you get obsessed with it. <laughs> yep. Getting me through my celibate uh, period. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, that's the lockdown game that we all need. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's going to do it. Let's go. All right. Thank you, guys. And we will talk to you next week. All right. Bye. Bye.